Goddamn. Oh, goddamn. What's God up, damn. gentlemen? <laughs> goddamn. That joke, that, junk, that joke will become funnier later. <laughs> okay. This is uh, Just a Ride number 32. Yep. 32. The Carl Malone. The, who else is 32? Uh, uh, Walter Payton. Walter Payton. Well, no, he was 34. Was, was he? Oh, yeah. fuck, I don't know. I don't know. I, it doesn't matter. Sports stuff. Hey, never mind. Sports yeah. ball. We'll you use that in two more ball? episodes. <laughs> we got a special guest. You got some sports ball knowledge. Come on. Yeah. 32. Blurs <laughs> ball. Carl Malone. Yeah. Playing <laughs> Futurama. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, we got a uh, we got our, our good buddy, Nate Nathan Chartre, on the show today. He's going to be a... Uh, riding shotgun with us yeah he's gonna play we're gonna play a song of his at the very end of the show and talk about his music and all that stuff but we're gonna drag you through our dumb, <laughs> dumb thought processes yeah. first trial by fire right yeah so Which, I'm, I'm zach the p-ball i am shaden the poobah and i'm jeff the bear bear because i refuse to be a ball if he refuses to play baseball with the rest of us because he's a cunt, cunt. i am the, cunt. The, the king of cunts <laughs> and i'm okay with that awesome well fucking a uh welcome to the show mr chartre yeah and that's how you pronounce it, Chartre. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we had a long oh, period of not knowing how to do that. <laughs> Incidentally, I brought, I've spoke of you a few times on the show, and I think I was telling you about it earlier. Like you are genuinely one of the best musicians that that's I know. Great. Not not just personally, like I like your music; it's right. really good. So. I'll, uh, it'll be person. it'll be real. <laughs> Mix up for us. Yeah, I mean, you're an asshole, first, but I like your music. And ability and yeah. kind of. Jeff just likes it because you hit stuff while yeah, you Yeah, he's a right. guitar puncher. Yeah, that's how I describe Beach Nate's music. Which is, is true. It's, it's like funny, a really it's good funny singing though. hip-hop yeah. punch guitar puncher. That is your kind of your defining factor. Yeah. Like, whenever I'm talking about you to somebody that doesn't know you, they're like, have I seen him before? I'm like, oh, he hits his guitar. They're like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. that guy. Oh, I saw him. <laughs> he slaps it and he raps. He slaps and raps. Slaps and raps. <laughs> yeah, well, me and Nate go way back at this point. Like, I feel like we grew up together. We Pretty much, yeah. But we kind of did. <laughs> and the music world. Yeah. Yeah, we, we came up as little babies playing open mic at Soulful Soups. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> I met you before I met, or I met Zach before I met you, though, which is funny. That is yeah. weird. Is that yeah. wow? Yeah, no that was the first show I ever did. Oh yeah, yeah. up in uh, <laughs> yeah, I remember Idaho that. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was uh, coming. I was in California when I met you. Yeah, and I just and come yeah, up to play a show. It was like CD with you in front of a staircase, I think, or something like that. Yeah, I remember you were going to Seattle. You were headed to Seattle, or was that, there was, no? I guess that was a festival I think, that I that no. I met it was, maybe Where did oh, we fuck. meet, bro? I don't remember. No, it was that. It was you that, guys that, are like that old married couple right now that's talking. Know, <laughs> yeah, and everybody's like, we don't really care where you met. Just say it was a long time ago <laughs> yeah, at some place. We'll ago. believe you. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. I remember. <laughs> I remember hearing your music for the first time. I think at a festival uh, called Anthony Fest. Oh, that was, maybe. Yeah, like. Or maybe I, I heard you before that, but I, I remember. I just remember I saw you at that bar over in Idaho. We played a little gig. That was like my first time like playing like anything really. And then it was like then flash forward. I think it was when you guys got together, and then I was just like, and I was I didn't even recognize you at first, and I realized I was like, oh shit, you're the dude that I fucking yeah. I met that one time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, between those two points, yeah, right, me, yeah, me <laughs> running around with my emo hair still, yeah, <laughs> an emo Banished mentality, emo. yeah. 
I never lost that. No, I still got that. We were talking about <laughs> you the other day. It's Nord. like, well, uh, he's got emo in yeah, him. That's more why. Viking. Yeah, you want yeah. more Viking. Viking emo. I love that shit. <laughs> Coming to take all your shit and then be like, I'm sorry. He's the Viking emo. <laughs> I'm the I'm the warrior. Poet. And he's Canadian yeah. too, so it makes me <laughs> so much working against you. I'm complicated, point. you guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, usually we don't start just talking music when we have a musical guest on, but I do want to figure out like. Uh, if somebody wants to find your music, what's the best place? Uh, Nathan Chartray, um, with a C, uh, mm-hmm. on Spotify, YouTube, Apple, basically all those streaming platforms, iTunes, and yeah. What's a good song for them to put into the Google machine? The to, Things You Say. The Things You Say? Yeah. Oh, okay. God damn! Sorry. That one's a good one. <laughs> those two are my, by far my favorite songs I've made, but The Things You nice. Say is by... Like, Show Your Love is a good one. Follow Your, yeah, oh, follow follow your, your Love, rather, yeah. sorry. Follow Your Love's Wrong good. Title. That's but, great. <laughs> I, know, I, like, I wear that shirt all the time. Yeah, it was like I don't know, like I'd still like Follow Your Love's like always my special place heart, but the Things You Say song is like my favorite thing I've ever made so far. It's so. your hit. Yeah. Okay. Is it, that what, it, we're going to play a song at the end of the the show? Is that the one you want us to play? Yeah, you should play that one. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Cool. It's especially good when you're doing it at the knitting factory and they have the bass turned up so high oh, that it dude, it the shit out of body. my butthole. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that dude, at all. I was standing front and center for that. For any of you guys that are not from Spokane listening, there's a concert venue. They're a franchise, so you might have yeah, one somewhere near one you. In New York but, and LA and uh, but we have a concert hall in town called the Knitting Factory and Nate got to play there not too long ago and I went and hollered at him from the front couple of rows and they had his his low end turned up so high that like it surprised <laughs> Nate visibly yeah. like I was, yeah. I was watching and like the drop hit and I saw his face go oh, oh. that's what that shit's Dude. supposed to sound like I was like no way <laughs> I was like rumbling my chest yeah. like, is that the brown note because I just yeah, shit right? myself yeah. it, it was approaching it no joke yeah. <laughs> I was like holy fuck I was like, oh. well so you've been how has music changed since you jumped in like for you, uh, has it been? Has it gotten better or worse, or is it? Is it hard, <laughs> hard, it's hard to say stuff. Yes, it's, gotten, it's economically it's for weird. musicians. How would you say things are going? Like it's weird. I think Shane and I were talking about it on our trip on New Year's Eve or whatever. Like when we, him when because we both started pretty much at the same time, and I feel like in a way, right? Mm-hmm. And so like, and there was just like. It wasn't like as crazy as it is now, like where there's just music fucking every like or not like it was. It was still getting to that point, but like, um, just like I'm trying to explain how to say this. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it, like it's still fun. Like I'm still having fun like doing it and stuff like that. There's mm-hmm. just a lot. It it with TikTok and like now it's not even music. It's just it's content. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yep. So like that and yeah. then it took out. Like that's not why I got into doing the like. No, not saying that's not why I got into doing it, but it just it created this whole different barrier of like, oh shit, I wasn't ready for, I guess like how everything has just been kind of going. Yeah, we were Would talking it be fair? about that to say you kind of have to become an entrepreneur, like you have to be an independent content yeah. creator now. Like just being a musician doesn't Good really luck. count yeah. for shit. You I mean, it's, except fucking... for it's it's nice for you to be able to be a musician, yeah, but like, you know, if you want to actually build an audience, mm-hmm. you can't just be like, I made songs. Why doesn't somebody want to do something with them like you have to? <laughs> well, and in my to. opinion, I think I think Ryan Upchurch is the one that really took that and ran uh, with. He did different kinds of content, uh, whether he got political or just being funny yeah. or or He's sharing one his music. of the ones for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, for sure. And uh, he he certainly did it right because that guy's huge now. It's the uh, one would be exhausting. It's just been yeah. That's the thing. Adding all these hats 
as an artist, you're like, no, I just want to do art. And they're like, right. well, now you should also be an accountant and you should learn how to do marketing. Yeah. And have you ever thought about making contracts well, and writing grants? And crazy, you're like, what the fuck? My, my best friend, <laughs> Ivan, so he were, he's in the industry. He's like, no one can see me doing this, but. He did quotations. I did quotations. <laughs> yeah. But uh, he works at, he was working at Capital. And uh, when he was working at Capital Records, he's an engineer. Um, he said he would sit in meetings where like they would, they're they're not looking to sign like artists. They're just looking to sign TikTokers mm, and right. stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And when like you find that out, a piece of you dies. Oh like, yeah, but, just died but everybody right lives. There. I mean, everybody lives through social media now. I mean, yeah. most people sit on their phones or on their screens. Uh, Shaden still watches shit on his computer screen yeah. everyone else uses phones except for Shaden. but i mean <laughs> I they basically sit and watch watch their phones and quite frankly watch other people live their lives through a screen right so yeah. that's well, what you want to know the yourself. difference that you just described is i'm an actual nerd and everyone else is just like late to the party fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> people who only consume stuff through their phone screens are peasants i'm sorry <laughs> well, you have, you have shapes in your office us. that i've never seen before it's pretty yeah, yeah. I've been, That's I've been, impressive I've been building computers since I was single digits, baby. <laughs> I'm an alpha nerd. Um, I will say it's gotten better. Like, there's a lot of really, there's a lot of great Fixed. art, a lot of great artists and music out there, and like, it's cool to see like where different people have been taking different styles and art and music and stuff like that. It's just like I guess the cons of it, like I said, it's just exhausting trying to keep up with Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, wherever the fuck it is. It's yeah. just like. You know, you think you got it, and then it was just like, oh, these kids just made a new fucking app that all the kids are raving about, and then you're like, oh, you 32 your, years old, do I really even want to keep fucking up with this <laughs> shit? Like, right. It's kind of a, it's, it's <laughs> totally. definitely a side effect of the money to be made being wherever the best medium for presenting advertisements is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if you write a song, or you make a painting, it's right. not gonna, it's not gonna make money if you just, like, place a Fucking no, an ad for Taco Bell or you know Capital One. But even, people are going to be like, "What the fuck?" But yeah. even but, podcasting is becoming have, huge in that. Sorry, but, it, but if you have uh, you know a, a platform that's part of a social media thing, they, right. they can then monetize every single fucking interaction for it and get sponsors to place their ad content in there. Which I mean, I don't know. I'm we we may have some sponsors at some point, but I mean, I'm I'm super stoked to be able to just have you guys and as much as you want it, you just perpetuate it, and and we get to do this. I don't know. Is this art? Are we? Is this? Are we arting? Uh, yeah. <laughs> From time to time, we yeah. art. We I get think. a little artsy, but uh, we all are individually artists, and that's kind of where you I, know, I will our, say. Our are. So, like, it's kind of like this podcast. Like, you got you know, three great buddies. So with that, like, you're doing it because you love and you have fun. It's passion mm -hmm. in a way, right? And yeah. so I'm and, super passionate for these right. guys. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, I feel like with music now at first it was kind of like oh I gotta get this big deal and I gotta fucking you know hopefully it's Eminem will be walking by and sees me and I'm like hey you know and stuff like that but like yeah. now today it's like now I'm just making and creating for myself and what I like and yeah. other people that like it and stuff like that I mean, like I'm just kind of over all the other bullshit well are we sense. entering a period where I mean it really does feel like most people will be online with some sort of podcast some sort of content like we're, we're all getting kind of pushed into that direction so at some point we're all going to have a podcast that's how we're going to talk to each other right. come on my podcast to get married to me or you know we're going to have a marriage podcast 
Right. Who knows where this well, is going to go? I think people like getting involved in other people's lives. I mean, just like reality. That's so almost like the new reality TV to some degree. But interactive. Right? But yeah, right. yeah, super interactive. And people like to hear what other people have to say in like real, real conversation in, in what we do anyway. Yeah. It's way better um, than NPR. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys think that... I'm not asleep do guys, yet. Do you guys think that humans will inevitably become just the uh, entertainment medium for artificial intelligence? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Except for they're already writing like, songs that are better like, than ours. Bro, like like <laughs> AI is just going to keep us around because we're adorable. Kinda, yeah, exactly. Like, we're cute. It's like, look at him trying to play Bach. It's so cute. <laughs> I have a music question for you. Now, with with what's going on in music now and everybody's getting involved, everybody is you know getting on the TikToks and everything, I, are you noticing a lot more collaborations now too? Oh, just yeah. from Absolutely. Yeah, because you can, isn't there... I don't know what they would Basically be called. Basically, pitbulls on everybody's record at this point. So. <laughs> yeah, in a nutshell. Pitbull, if you're hearing this, um, <laughs> yeah. be, on, be on a record. Sovereign but I mean, like, you can, isn't there an app or something that, like, you can do a song and collaborate with somebody um, basically over the internet? I'm sure there is. I mean, like... I think I saw Josh do something similar to that. Oh, well, like, on TikTok, you can do, like, do. Du- so that's actually a crazy thing, is the duets on TikTok. So, like, there's an artist, or like, Russ, um, or Do you know Logic? Nah, so they're <laughs> so, so they're rappers, uh, but um, they're the only ones I've really seen. Like to where like Logic, he came out with an album almost a year ago, and uh, three of the features he has on it were people he found on TikTok. Like they did duets with one of his songs, and so like uh, Russ, there was this girl that did a remix of one of his songs, duetting uh, on his TikTok, and he saw it and was like, "Oh shit!" Fucking flew her out, recorded the actual song, yeah. took her on tour. So it was like cool shit like that, definitely like happening. So it is a medium, another medium for exposure yeah, to no, become bigger if you want. It's the best generation I'd say to be living in, as trying to be a content and music like creator and stuff like that. I think what makes it just hard for, I mean anything really with podcasts and music is algorithm bullshit like oh for sure dude that's that's like what's really putting the weight on like here's everything. a here's a secret for everybody uh if you're an artist don't post about your music post a picture of a puppy yeah and then in the comments link to your music my roommate just said she posted a that'll selfie. work the algorithm that makes she sense post a selfie of her like looking hot or something and then say oh i have a show coming out and that's the way to do it yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. but that sucks because the business that we're on facebook yeah, for example it, <laughs> they're like we want to punish you for being you know good at marketing we want you to right. have to not use it it's the worst business for business but they're a big business that's successful yeah so it's right. counterintuitive but I they think, suck at business I think you just have to keep shit in perspective like i have a very dear friend in california who told me this week it was a quote that she got from somewhere else but i hadn't heard it put this way and it's so fucking true the more i think about it but she said if uh if you're ever interacting with something that doesn't have a price, it's not the product you are. <laughs> That's right. right. Fucking, you know, there you go. So Facebook. it's like, and, and I mean, it's kind of like a ha ha tongue in cheek sort of a thing. But if, if you pay attention to that and remain aware of it, then it kind of like it, it will, it will shape the way that you end up interacting with social media. Cause you're like, Oh, this isn't for me. This is to, to use me for something else, yep. you know, so you can kind of make yeah, an informed product. decision on how you choose to interact with it at that point. We should all be really offended, perhaps. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I as like, honestly, I, I try, I posted a, on Facebook. It was basically saying rappers are the biggest crybabies in the music industry. <laughs> I got like 200 likes, but I also got people commenting and talking and stuff like that. And then I, 
Like, have you heard a country music guy? Come like, on. Oh, hey, while you guys are arguing, here's my music. And I snubbed <laughs> it in the comments, and it fucking worked. Nate was like, <laughs> Nate was <laughs> like, like I think we need a little controversy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, dude, absolutely. It works. Yeah. It was like, oh, cool. I just need to piss people off. You know, the to listen the to government music. does the same thing, Nate. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, yeah. So, does, so does the mainstream media. That's yeah. exactly. That's how they're rolling things, too. We you, should do that quick. Some, somebody say something inflammatory. Let's yeah, right. You guys are always like telling me not to. Not to. Zach was like, no! Quit it. Quit it. All right. I got to ask you guys a would you rather question. All right. A couple of them. I got two of them for you this time. Would you rather climb the highest mountain or swim the deepest sea? Isn't that some fucking love song by Savage Garden? I think so. I thought that was I want to play with you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Would you rather would you rather climb to the highest mountain or go to the lowest point on uh, Earth? mountain for sure. Okay. Yeah. There are things in the ocean that yeah. fucking terrify mm-hmm. me. Anglerfish. <laughs> yeah. See, that's a bad. That's this the coolest fish. No, I don't. Not they're if awesome. Not if you're swimming around in a little fucking mask and then you're just like, oh well, look at the bubbles. Holy shit! Fluorescent death murder kill fish. <laughs> Is that the big gooba fish? It's the one with the little dangly oh, okay. thing. Yeah. I was yeah. Thinking, what is the sun? What is those giant ass fucking fishes? Like a perch. I don't know. I've seen one of those, like a video, like dudes like swimming. And it's just just giant. I mean, sturgeon, fish sturgeon, that can just, like, swallow you basically. Yeah. there's a lot of this. Sturgeon Blue whale like could do that. Did you guys ever watch those um, river monsters? That show, river oh, yeah. monsters, <laughs> the, like the turtles. I and saw that, the, the, dude. That show. I love it, and it's also given me several nightmares. <laughs> That's in a river? What? Yeah, like freshwater monsters that are bigger than people and just like ripping people's arms off when they're swimming and like native tribes and shit. I'm like, what? Nope. No, no, thank you. So on the, the anglerfish, my, my, that's, I don't have my ass tattooed yet, but my whole right ass cheek is going to be an anglerfish. Is fish. it? Yeah. Nice. That's funny. Is what is the your little dangly part going to be? Right in the butthole. <laughs> right above it. Right above it. That's where the jingle berries just so goes go. like right, you know, down the tailbone, right in that little crack right there. All right, one more. Would I'll you rather shave? Would you rather? <laughs> so we just. And, 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 so did you answer? I was mountain oh, as well. Yeah, oh, mountain, yeah, mountain, yeah. mountain, mountain, mountain. Yeah, I don't, I don't, mountain. I don't really like. None the of us want to go much. to the to the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, um, I like doing stuff on the water, having fun, but to just go. In the water? No, I don't like yeah, it. I might do it with Especially Cameron. that low. Yeah. <laughs> I do it with this little robot suit. <laughs> or, on, or on one of the, the water avatar animals. Yeah. I'll, I'll do a VR of it. Someone doesn't. I'll yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm way more for that. I down there, man. That's where Cthulhu lives. <laughs> right. He might, you might be the one that pisses him off. We've already been chucking our space <laughs> junk in his front yard. That's I'm not right. going down there to see if he's upset about it. <laughs> That's right. Nemo. Spot Point Nemo. Point Nemo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Would you rather read all the books... Or see all the sights if you had the ability to do those things. Well, cool. Get all the knowledge or see all the knowledge. Damn, you have to pick. There's some things I really would rather that's one read my about brain. than experience. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> I know, right? Because mm. I barely read, so that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even like reading. Fuck it. I mean, let's really th- unpack this here because, like, all the things is all the things. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd rather read about what it's like to be burned alive than be burned alive. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, perhaps get herpes and chlamydia right. and gonorrhea it's better to read about all those. from one sexual encounter. 
I could just read about that in a medical (laughs) journal and be like, holy shit, poor bastard. (laughs) (laughs) I don't need to go through that to know it's all. I guess that would be see all the sights as you look down (laughs) at your blistered crotch. So what I'm trying to say, (laughs) I guess I'm going to go with read. Like, there's a lot of shit I want to experience. It doesn't say that I can't go and experience things, right? So yeah, I'm going to pick read because there's definitely a lot of things I don't want to experience. No, so (laughs) you and I have talked about this a lot, though, but about our lives and how we've come to a lot of the same conclusions, but a lot of it from myself has been personal experience and a lot of yours has been from your research and reading. Right. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to pick, uh, seeing all the, seeing all the things Okay. for Fuck sure. Yeah. Not, not that I'm anti read. Well, I kind of am anti reading. I'm getting better at it though, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, that's reading. just kind of seems to fit my style more. Well, enjoy burning alive and getting gonorrhea. <laughs> seeing all the sites. Some of those sites are, well, I, did, I just, I, I did, I burned in my belly. So there we go. I got, I got that out of the way. <laughs> well, let us know what you guys think in the comments. What about uh, you, Nate? Uh, I would probably do no, uh, knowledge, read all the books. Yeah. It's yeah. like, I like seeing sites, but I'm also, I've noticed, and it's not like I want to, but like, I've noticed I'm this type of guy, like, if I go to the Grand Canyon, I'll be like, cool. All right. <laughs> and like, See, and then that's it. Like, and I, to me, like, that's an emotional experience. Yeah. And so, and, and I, and I can't say that it's not like that all the time, but like. <laughs> Nate's dead inside. I, I'm, I, Is this supposed to make me feel? It doesn't. I just, I notice like when I hang out with my buddy John and like, he'd be like, look at like, you know, like, oh, this is so cool. Look at this. And it's like, yeah, this is dope. Like, and I just. <laughs> like, I'm going to go watch know. Netflix. Yeah. Like, I mean, I definitely have like, I have a thing for like. Uh, I think they call that ADD. Right. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but uh, like when I lived downtown and I lived under the Maple Street Bridge, like I like, like. Like go, like phone. It was like, in an apartment. Oh, that's right. I brought you. I brought you like a couple dozen pairs of socks and some food when you were. <laughs> oh out. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. In my van, <laughs> down by the river. It was in an apartment under a bridge. Just yes. to clarify for like, you. Like I home. like 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 so being under the bridge was like it was cool. It was like mat this massive thing under and so like that. So like that like that stuff to me is cool and everything like that. But other than that, yeah, I'd probably do with books. Okay. Yeah, I'd I mean, definitely take books. And then I'd be you can ass. feel emotion. Then I go to every trivia game night. Be that awesome. <laughs> dominate. Right. I mean, you can certainly feel emotional Bingo. books. I can remember reading um, *The Lone Survivor*, and uh, while well, I was bear hunting, and that book actually was so intense. I, I mean, I was crying while I was reading it, just reading about that battle because I could nice. feel it. Yeah. So you can create that emotion in, in what you read. Oh, yeah. But I think that being a part of everything, you, 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 for me, I just feel it more. I think sharing an experience like that with somebody, like so that would be part of the question. And I'd probably do sites, like if I went somewhere with Shaden, but or something like that. But if it's by myself, then I really wouldn't care. Right. I guess, I don't well, know. there's so much you can <laughs> learn from uh, fiction too. That's the thing. Like the world is great but it's not going to you can learn a lot from looking at things and, and observing and whatnot but just fiction by itself I mean name a book right like I mean I guess there's I so guess many different dune. lessons and different mindsets and concepts <laughs> dune is that what you said yeah. or dude <laughs> dune yeah. name a book you said there's, name a book there's I a book one. <laughs> I, I guess that's why Space. both uh, are seen as important in the world uh, for sure to both read and, and get out and experience shit yeah well there's they're called classics for a reason yeah. if you had all the classics right. in your head but isn't that why they made movies because it takes too long to read a book uh, possibly yeah. I think it might have to do with the technology like <laughs> check out this picture more, moving a more thing. accurate statement would be they made movies for people that had two attention spans of fucking goldfish and couldn't get through a book <laughs> and be. still be. wanted to participate in some way <laughs> I still like Shakespeare can you make it moving I still say I still say the hours. movie Passion of the Christ was better than the book you see they're making so. a, a sequel oh my Passion god Passion of the Christ yeah 
Oh, it comes the, back? I, is, is it the new book? I, I I read that. I don't know exactly where. I, they're probably not going to pick it up right after. He's back. He's pissed. He's coming for his straps. This is that family guy. Come with Yahweh if you want to live. <laughs> what is it like? He was, was in a cave for three days. Like Get to the chariot. Too. It was with... Uh, Who's who's fucking the dude in Rush Hour? Not Jackie Chan, but uh, was it Chris Tucker? Chris Tucker, yeah, yeah was it Chris, Chris Tucker. Yeah. Fucking, but it was Family Guy, and it was Passion of Christ too, and it was Jesus and Chris Tucker doing Rush Hour. <laughs> and this is like, you ever have one of these? And he hands him like a joint. You ever one of these? And like, <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I so don't if they're making that, I'll definitely go see it. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, another, right after Cocaine Bear. Right. Yeah. That, that is a priority. That is a real thing, isn't it? Yeah. Cocaine Bear? Yeah. yeah that's funny. Somebody died in that movie. Who was it? Was it Ray Liotta? Ray Liotta died. Yeah, he died did. while he was making that oh, movie. Oh, making the movie? Yeah, I think wow. it was his last movie. <laughs> that's what happened when you Couldn't have been a Scorsese too much cocaine. Yeah. Yeah. Movie it wasn't apparently just Harrison doing the cocaine, apparently. Yeah. That's, that's well, I don't know. I mean, I got, I got bears huffing gas last time I went hunting, so. That's it. I remember that. I think a lot of animals do drugs, and we just don't know. Oh, dude, doing. dolphins get high as fuck off right? puffer fish and shit. Yeah. 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 We all figured out how to handle ourselves here. <laughs> I don't know why it struck me so funny. <laughs> you don't hang out with dolphins? <laughs> I actually have hung out with dolphins once. <laughs> we hung out with dolphins this week in Florida. All right. It's time for Shaden and I to do an intro song so that Jeff can tell us a story. About I'll police. do it. Police stories. Jenny's bad, and Jeff gets a doing bad shit on the streets with the bad fucking bad guy. Run, motherfucker, run, motherfucker, run, run, motherfucker, run, motherfucker, run, run, motherfucker, run, motherfucker, run. All right, why did you wait till the end? I know you gotta get that in the middle. He's like, I want to take a solo. I got this. This is my bass solo. Fucking bad. I forgot the words. It took me a minute. Just this eight fucking times, and then you choked in front of. So this one on the four. This is actually ten. This isn't actually eight. Uh, official police story on duty. This is more of a police story off duty. Um, and it kind of ties into why I stopped going to police parties after cell phones started getting really, basically after the iPhone started mm -hmm. and you could really record that shit in the interwebs and everybody had a phone and a camera. That, that was bad for police stories. Cause you guys were bad for uh, police because yeah. Cause I, you I wind think, down pretty pretty crazily yeah we like. we yeah we we work hard and we played extra hard but one particular uh party that we had is a platoon party and god there's a lot of guys that work so i won't say any names <laughs> um <laughs> but we had a platoon of uh, 11 uh deputies plus a sergeant and we decided to have a pl platoon party at a place in idaho called kelly's mm. which was a huge country, country bar, bar yeah um which was owned by Kelly, Kelly Hughes. Kelly Hughes, that's right. right. next door to Karen's. Not the same type of <laughs> <laughs> um, And that was, it happened to be their last night that they were going to be open. So they had $20 all you can drink. Oh, gosh. Which is never a good oh, idea. Yeah, don't, I mean. <laughs> oh, gee, oh, The, uh, the uh, stereotype that uh, cops drink. Uh, it's not very much of a stereotype. It's, it's it's pretty real. We can we can do some drinking, right? And uh, we did some drinking that night, and things got pretty bad to the point where <laughs> I was looking at my sergeant and actually my district partner in the bar, and all of a sudden they just started staring at each other. For no reason, we were having a good time. Just a lot of tequila flowing. <laughs> and next thing I know... Well, that would be the reason. Yeah. <laughs> next thing I know, they start punching each other. And, of course, I'm going to go not back my sergeant. I'm going to back my 
my district partner. And that was the night that I choked my sergeant out in a oh, bar, wow. literally put him out. <laughs> in wow. a bar. So that was the time where everybody decided maybe it was probably time to go arrested. home. No. <laughs> Nobody's picturing Nobody. you with like a red headband. Like you drove first blood. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody got arrested. But then it was then it was who will police the police? There was a few wives there, including uh, one of my wives oh, that I wives. had Good. at the time. Thank goodness. So the wives tried to gather up all the boys, uh, which was difficult. At one point, um, another uh, friend of mine pulled a knife on me. And was going to cut me and stab me because he friend. didn't want to go home yet. They were really close. Yeah, <laughs> we were. We, that's the thing is we were really good friends, but this is just how we parted. He just, he just thought about stabbing you most of the time yeah. that he knew you. Yeah, that's right, how, right. That's how me and Nate became friends. Oh, yeah. Alcohol just kind of <laughs> said, you know. So I, I can remember, I, I was pretty drunk, but I can remember we loaded up in a van. A lot of us loaded up in a van. And the guy that tried to stab me was trying to, he was hanging out the passenger door, like leaning backwards. So I was literally holding on to his legs while he was flipped over then trying to, he was trying to touch the road with his hands, hanging out the As door. Does. So I was holding on to his legs so he wouldn't fall. And the sergeant who I had just choked out was sitting next to me, who was then sitting next to my wife. And I'm trying to look over, and I realize that he's trying to put his hands in my wife's pants at that particular time. And she's trying because <laughs> everybody's he's like, drunk. I wonder what else I could do to get Getchel to choke me out. Today. Right? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> so, but although you know, we're all friends, we all still love each other. Um, then my wife and I ended up getting him blood. to his hotel room and, uh, he gets into the bed and he just falls on the bed. So his knees are like hanging over the end of the bed and he's totally dressed and he just passed out. I'm like, well, we should probably get him up on the bed. I'm like, go to the other side, grab his, grab his other arm on the count of three. We'll, we'll pull him straight up and pull him up onto the bed. So one, two, three, we both pull his arms. Well, he wasn't passed out like we thought he was. He pushed with his feet. And you know the headboards on, the, on in a hotel? They're yeah. like actually attached to the wall. Yeah. He hit his head so fucking hard. And I just remember his head, I heard a snap in his neck. And then and then he was out. I mean, he was fucking out, out. At that we knocked him out. Right. Yeah. And he just laid there. And then we just kind of left him. I'm like, fuck. I was nervous that whole thing. Like, we might have just killed my sergeant. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Might be a problem. No, <laughs> knocked out for very long yeah. isn't good. Yeah. And then the door bursts open and they're like, "You're on TMZ." So, but he did call <laughs> me. He called my. <laughs> he called my hotel room the, the next morning. and was like, "All right, who do I need to apologize?" I'm like, "Me, motherfucker! I'm trying to fuck my wife, you asshole!" <laughs> like, Dude, I'm so sorry. Anyway, so it was that you kind of pay. Give me your badge. <laughs> so, so that's how cops party and. Uh, as cell phones started to come out and people thought it would be fun to record all this, uh, I realized, and I was watching people lose their jobs because of these parties that were happening. Right. That's In when I realized I'm done. If I saw I'm any done. of that shit going down, I would 100% record it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. totally record if worthy. Yeah, show to you guys and be like, look at this. Look at this fucking guy. But we had to live by such a, a different set of rules, like yeah. anything that we did off duty, we could lose our jobs for. Right. So. Yeah, I got really smart really fast and stopped stopped going to those parties. It's once, weird to think that probably the appropriate response to that actually. Dude, rock yeah. stars can't be rock stars anymore because of phones. <laughs> yeah, that's right. true. Well, we're finding out all the rock stars that we grew up like idolizing or whatever are all a bunch of like devious fucking like <laughs> yeah. skeezy cunts. Like, yeah, and this like, was back in like 2000. Oh, man, no <laughs> this happened like in 2003. I have another story uh, that I'll tell another time. Another off-duty story. We'll save that. Okay. And it was when. Uh, it was before iPhones again when flip phones started getting cameras, and I have a whole night uh, where I 
I'll just give the little juice. I unintentionally committed a robbery that oh, night. Oh, God. But there's a whole story. <laughs> next next <Yeah>. week <laughs> on Just a Ride. But that's been all for this week's police story. Jeff Gatto's going to get you with his gun and stuff. And he's going to run, motherfucker, run, motherfucker, run. Run, motherfucker, run, motherfucker, run. Run, motherfucker, run, motherfucker, run. Yeah. That's a little better. You're getting better. We're getting better. I mean, my cheese bumps are only half mine. It'll be ready for Spotify soon, I'm sure. All right. Well, fucking police stories that's uh, always fun and enlightening uh, i wouldn't want to be at any police parties i'm just saying I'm, they were fun I don't think I'd want to. actually now, now i told that story and like all these stories are they're all starting to pop into my head i'm like oh there's so many things i, like, party, I have a lot of could have lost my job for with that anyway think about you ever, pl- you ever party with some police? <laughs> yeah. Let's hear it. Let's hear your well, I mean, police like, stories. It's nothing like crazy. It, Rap just, stories. Well, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it's just like, so my best friend Brandon Roy, he's a police officer here. In oh, Japan. just totally diamond him out. And then, oh, fucking. Okay. Well, no, it's not. Like, no, like nothing. Okay, so nothing. He totally did a legal thing. Nothing's crazy has happened. Like, well, I mean, him and I have had crazy fucking times, like in high school and shit, but like, it's just funny because. BC, before it, college. It's funny. <laughs> it's funny in the hip hop community world. Like, I'll tell my hip hop friends or something like that, like, oh, I have, co- like, I have you. I have my, co- my brother who's the sheriff now, and like, and then Brandon, who's one of my best friends. Uh, give me a it's closer. Or, okay. And um, I'll be like, oh, yeah, I had, like, party with my cop friends and stuff like that. And they look at me like I'm fucking crazy. Right. And, like, uh, I did this Blitter. show in Colville. It was a hip-hop show. And Poor some, guy. Oh, dude, it was terrible. But it was <laughs> some some dude, I can't remember his fucking name. He was, like, affiliated with Snoop Dogg. <laughs> it must not be anything, because, honestly, he fucking went and played the Colville place. But anyways. Uh, <laughs> That's a good yeah. shows in Colville, Yeah, buddy. no, yeah, no, for sure. It's <laughs> just, like, this guy, Colville. like, with the names he had. And I was like, and he, we're doing this show. Like, it didn't make any fucking sense. But uh, my cousin, he wasn't sheriff at the time, but he was a cop. And I saw him drive by, and I texted him. I was like, oh, dude, I'm in Colville or whatever. And he was like, oh, cool, come see you. I thought I was just going to go outside and say what's up i go to the bathroom come out and i see him beelining it like he's fucking found somebody he needed <laughs> like in the bar and so all the fucking rapper dudes are like all sketched down they're like what the fuck's Hands going up. on and i go up to him i give him a big hug you know and stuff like that and then they're all looking at me and like talking to me like yo he's a narc yeah who the fuck is that and i was like that's my brother yo like <laughs> Yeah, They're like I don't think you. Could. I, yeah. All right, so let's I've go do this similar, cocaine. Similar experiences with Jeff, actually, especially after having lived with you. Like I'll tell people, like when I was working at Thrifty, right? right. Would, you would just come rolling into the parking lot, and I'd hear somebody be like, "Guys, there's a cop here," and I'd be like, "Oh, it's Jeff, it's my roommate." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just fun. like. It's like your Tom Hanks. <laughs> Tom Hanks is here. I don't know. It's not quite that. Okay, I'm, I'm more liked than Tom Hanks. Probably. Oh, are you? Well, actually, point. at this point, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a, a lot of weird stuff going on in the world, but I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so either. He's still very beloved. But you, you know, can't people, take people believe the man. People believe rumors. He's That's all second I'm only to Wilson. Wilson was the best character. I know. In all of the movies, I know the so. actor. I don't know their life, and I don't care about their life. I just like their movies. Right. right. <laughs> That's where I'm Although, at. Although there is a that line. way too until they thrust their life upon me in some way. Yeah, and then you have like, no, fucking, you ruined it. Now then, I have to hate you. Yeah. <laughs> or they want to lecture you about how they feel about stuff, and you're like, oh, yeah. fuck. it's like, oh, even if this. they're right, I'm like, no, you're you're James Bond. Right. You shut up. I know. <laughs> you already have things going for you. Let other people do the things. You guys want to watch this movie? It has Kevin Spacey. Oh, never mind. I know. There are lines where it's like you can't see him the same. When they, you know, you know it is, it is for sure. weird for Which sure. Which sucks because I liked a lot of Kevin Spacey's movies. I still now, do. Yeah, yeah, I still like the movies, but now it's like you're like I like I like his acting, but 
and I'm okay with it. Like your acting's good, but you're an asshole. Yeah, yeah I just it's well, beyond uh, asshole. Yeah. But, but yeah. although it's like Sean Connery, I still love Sean Connery, and it's or smack like, a woman yeah. real hard, <laughs> but <laughs> just when they deserve it. Like, what? <laughs> what? They just, Come oh, on, good old days. <laughs> We've had a few drinks and just slap a booty. No, again, six nose and a yes means yes. It's like when I was dating. What's her name? You know, our our first. It was kind of pre-date, and she asked the question, which this should have been a red flag. She's like, you ever hit a woman before? And I'm like, well, no, no. Wait a minute. Personally or professionally? <laughs> it's like, that's a whole different thing. As a police officer, I've been hit a lot. Yeah, and I've had, had, I've hit had women try to stab me and shoot yeah. me, and yeah. So, yeah, they got hit. Crazy so. shit. All right. Well, I don't know where we're going from here. Either unfuck yourself, or we could... Uh, we, we were talking before this about social media and music, but why don't we... I don't know. Where do you want to go? Let's go to unfuck ourselves. Okay. I could use a little bit of unfucking. I feel that's good, too. <laughs> so Jeff is going to show us unfucking. about know the difference between uh, a hand out and a hand up. That was what you brought to us. Yeah, I, I guess it's kind of open dialogue. But, you know, there isn't a time in anybody's life where they don't, they're not in a situation where they essentially do, you need a handout. I mean, I've had handouts before in my life, just like anybody else. And, and it, It's nice to live in a society that will, it's able to right, do that. Right, right, right. I mean, you know, we have a... You know, I mean, essentially, we have a even a government that, in some degree, will give a will give a, ha- a handout. Yeah, for sure. You know, but I think that even if you're the person giving the handout or you're the person receiving the handout, make sure that that turns into a hand up and not a hand job and not a hand job. It's so hand hard job. to be serious. <laughs> yeah. I know. I'm 12 years old. Hands off. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess, I mean, I guess that's the point. If you are in a position where you do need help and somebody is gracious enough to give you the help learn how to take that help and actually do something with it. I, th- I think that people can get into a rhythm where it's, well, I got a handout so I can get another handout and I can get another handout. You need to take that handout and make it valuable and, and make it a hand up so you can eventually help yourself and, and solve your own issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We kind of talked about this when we were touching on uh, homelessness stuff, I think, because um, there's a, there's real easy slippery slope to trying to give somebody help and then them just deciding oh well that's how i live now like i'll just take advantage of that forever but i mean it's also you look at people who never leave their parents house you know and 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 it's just like okay so there there's not really a great reason for that unless you're like you know extenuating circumstances aside like you're disabled and your parents are helping take care of you so you can survive that's obviously different but like Mm -hmm. if you're just living in their basement because you get to still be on their insurance and cell phone plan and they charge you cheaper rent than you can find anywhere else and so that's just what you choose to settle for that's not really doing you any favors you know and the same as like if you're if you're friends with somebody and they're constantly getting themselves into these positions where you're just like having to bail them out you know I mean, I think a lot of us have had that friend that's like, hey, man, can I borrow some money? You know, and it's like Thank you. not just she not went up. just <laughs> not, not just one time, you know what I mean? There's there's you end up becoming there's, the there's shades of gray there, too. I mean, I'm, everybody gets, you know, tight sometimes. But mm-hmm. like I'm talking about that friend who's like every fucking month. You right. Know, it's just like, oh, man, I can, can I borrow 80 bucks to pay my cell phone bill like every fucking month? It's well, and this like, is maybe you don't need to have a cell phone. Homie. Right. <laughs> and this is something that I had to learn as a, I mean, I'm a pretty generous kind helping person and and yeah. you know one of my faults really is i think that i can fix everybody's problem for them 
Uh, and it took me a long time to realize that, no, that's not my, my, my responsibility is not to fix your problem. Now, I, I might be able to teach you how to fix your own problem yourself, but I, I allowed myself to be taken advantage of by a lot of people in my life because I cared. Uh, and, and, and I would continue to give the handouts and I really had to start drawing some, some boundaries on, on the people that I was helping. It was like, no, I'm, I can help you but I'm going to help you help yourself, which is, I guess really is my whole intent in life. Now, uh, Shaden, you're, you're one of the best examples. I like to use that when you were in your shit situation mm-hmm. and ended up moving in with me, there was no question that this wasn't a handout. This was definitely a hand up because I know your disposition, the type of person that you were, I knew that you were going to appreciate what I was giving you and you were going to take that and run with it and improve your life. And, and you literally turned your life around in a matter of six months. Yeah. Well, and it's a, it's a poignant example too, because the other side of this whole equation, as far as recognizing, you know, when you're on the giving end, but recognizing it when you're on the receiving end too, because like, I can tell you, man, the last thing I wanted to do most days when I moved in with you after all that shit was to go bust my ass and try to do something. Like I was just coming out of, you know, years of emotional and physical abuse and I was you want to lick like, your wounds yeah, a little yeah, bit for a while <laughs> like i just want to fucking be miserable for a minute and not do anything you know but i that's a trap yeah it is yeah. Just, <laughs> it's absolutely a trap yeah. that's that's, yeah. that's what but, i'm saying because like it's if you if you have to recognize when you're in those situations it's like the easy road isn't really it's it's pretty much never going to give you the results that you really want it's just going to it's just going to save you from having to do the work until later and then that work just becomes harder the longer you wait well and in 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 our particular situation i mean really with not a lot of words spoken you kind of knew that i had expectations of you if i was going to allow you to be in this position and it was really one of the first times in my life that i really felt good about being able to help where I could because I knew that you were going to do something with it and you weren't going to take advantage of the situation Yeah, where most well, I mean, people I've, did. I've, so I learned, what I'm saying is I learned a lot of what I, I had to be honest with myself that no, if, if I'm helping you, I actually have an expectation from you. Sure. Uh, it's not, it's not just a free help. I, I expect you to do something. Take, you sound take, like the mission where it's like, you can have the sandwich, but you have to listen to a sermon first. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. right yeah. You can have the free sandwich. trip, but you got to come and look at this timeshare. Just share. give me this fucking yeah. sandwich. I don't want to learn about God. I don't know. I think that's, I think that's kind of healthy though. You know I mean? As long as you're not choosing to mistreat the person just because they don't live up to your expectations right away, you know, but like there's, I think it's perfectly natural to have expectations on something that you've chosen to invest in absolutely you know, at, at expense to yourself like you should still be gracious at the end of the day as much as you can be but like i mean i don't think it's unreasonable at all to be like hey i'm gonna help you but after six months you're paying rent you know right that yeah. kind of shit, and I, know? I think that people aren't very honest with <clears throat> themselves or with the people maybe that they're trying to help and they actually do have some sort of expectation but they feel guilty for having that expectation for and, sure. and you shouldn't because when you have that a lot of times unspoken expectation uh and and that that doesn't come to fruition then you start having resentment and then you're destroying relationships Mm -hmm. and and you know that's really i think that's the most valuable thing in life is the relationships that we develop with people i see it as like someone's coming someone's coming to you for their help or for yeah and so it's kind of like don't go to that person 
than if you know what the expectation is that you're not liking or something in that sense. Like mm -hmm. uh, when, in, like if I was asking you for help to come live with you, it's like, okay, yeah, it's like, I know expectation right. of, you know, get a job, this or that and stuff like that. And it's like, if I don't want to do those things, why the fuck am I even, right. you know? And in Shaden's, in Shaden's certainly, you didn't ask to come live with me. I remember going to your house and they'd start packing up your shit. Yeah. You're, moving, you're moving in <laughs> with me. That's the best scenario though. We're like, oh, thank yeah. goodness. Yeah. They want me. That's because it's not French, it's family at that point. Yeah. yeah. Well, even, like, even at that point too, like I'm, I've always been pretty fucking atrocious at accepting anything that resembles charity, you know? So I'm like, anytime, like even if I like crash at somebody's house, you know, they're like, hey, you've had some drinks, you probably just crash in the guest room. I'm like, okay and then like i'm gonna fucking wake up and clean that room do the dishes and, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, you know like i just i'm like i can't stay here for free yeah and although i did, and although i didn't fully learn my lesson uh and and acknowledge that i really do have expectations of people if i help them uh you in that situation probably kept me going uh in 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 continuing in continuing to help people because of what you did with it, mm -hmm. I made mistakes after that with some other people in my life, um, which that's a whole other conversation. We'll get there. Yeah, but uh, I don't know where I was going with that. But I guess that, <laughs> basically, I'm a badass. Yeah, you're, you're, you're a badass. I guess so, because you, <laughs> you rubbed shoulders you, with him just for briefly, just briefly, yeah, you, you became uh, much better. It's but a sample because of, my of you, power. he found sovereign citizen. No, yeah, <laughs> that's actually very true. I'm taking credit. You yeah, you, <laughs> I'm taking credit for the love affair between uh, Zach and Shaden and their amazing music because. You did. You did put yourself into like the matchmaker on that for yeah, sure. But I, the moment we started singing together, we were like, "Oh, we don't need anyone to tell yeah. us." And I was <laughs> yeah, like, "Oh, yeah. that's what I've been looking we're for cool, since I was a chitrin." <laughs> I've been wanting that. But my they were life, but. De dealing with these two, though. It was like a guy, you know, or I guess I can't say a guy and a girl. Two people that like each other, but they like were too afraid to like swap numbers, kind of thing. <laughs> so it really was kind of like, "Hey, you guys well, need to get together and do it, this shit." It is weird, like a tale of two people in success and stuff like that they always have a jeff they always in my case uh bruce and brandon or whatever bruce is like i call him my second dad basically mm -hmm. i owe those i used to buy weed from yeah him. exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. I, used to, I sold that Called weed to you. Yeah. i was the neighborhood dad sold yeah. that. but like i owe those two guys my life like whenever and anything ever happens to where it's something like i get big success with music stuff like those motherfuckers are getting a yacht in a house like right, right there yeah. but because of them I was, the reason why I've been able to make what I've been making, like music wise and stuff like that, is because them given the opportunity and stuff like that and helped me when I needed it. And it's like, same, you know, not saying because of you they met or something like that, but because of you helping Shade in his time of need when like Stans could have went south and he could have ended up completely somewhere else in a well, to be fair situation. Sovereign's not paying any of Shaden's bills I don't think necessarily or mine <laughs> no either. but you know, but you know but we've had a lot of fucking fun <laughs> no but and I'll die a happy dude some amazing get, art in the world you, because of it yeah, yeah you get, like he could have ended up at a house where yeah he could have just ended up somewhere else where it could have been even more stressful on you and then being like it could have just downgraded you even worse and yeah. like you know and stuff like that but because the people like that that help out with well, that's, our, our that's very but, true man i could have gone i could have gone way darker than where i was we which is saying something like i was yeah could have been my biggest dick concern. for crack on yeah. spring that's all yeah. i'm saying but, still does everybody we've briefly, yeah. briefly <laughs> oh, now it's a hobby it's <laughs> yes, not a job yes, so i still love it we've briefly talked about shaden's experience uh with the narcissist and we always want to keep 
There's like a bunch of stories that we haven't told yet on this show. <laughs> so Wait, many were you, stories. You were friends with him during that period too. Right? Oh yeah, that's when I met him. Yeah. yeah. Nate was one of the few people that didn't totally fucking bounce on me throughout that whole thing. Yeah. I mean, that's basically the, the people, sitting, yeah. right, <laughs> people sitting at this table essentially like because she was just so systematic about cutting everybody out of my life but, but her and it's like... Phew, yeah, yeah. Nate, Nate saw some shit. Yeah. Heard about some shit throughout all yeah. that, as did mm. both of you. <clears throat> There's a lot of uh, lessons to be learned in all those separate stories, and I know, I know, it still even is not easy for you to talk about. But at some point, I, I hope that those stories can come out um, because there's there's value in all of yeah. them. Yeah, they can, it, they it, can come out for sure. I'm, I find it a lot easier <laughs> to talk about them now than I would have yeah, years nice ago. Fresh. You know, like when Nothing I first anger. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, when I first got out of that situation, I had a whole slew of people telling me, "Dude, you need to write a book or like book some interviews or something and tell you know talk about it." Because like, there's other people that like would benefit from that knowledge, and I'm like, probably, but fuck them. Yeah, I don't want you know. Like, if I was how I felt at the time, I was like, I was like, if I had to sit down and make a book or do like an interview tour talking about all that shit, it would just stay alive, and I'm like, I need it to die. Mm -hmm. And here's the other part of that is, if I was to read that in a book, I'd be like, fuck you, you liar. <laughs> yes, but I saw right? it happen. It was like yeah. a, it was like a made-for-TV drama. It was, it was insane. insane. Yeah. yeah, it was soap opera. It was. It reminded me, like when I was a little kid. It's funny to me. My, <laughs> <laughs> when I was a little kid, my That's parents. Why we're I'm the I'm the right. viewer. I'm just like ah. <laughs> it, it, it struck me in this way. Like this is not the same. It's apples and oranges. But when I was a little kid, my parents had a show concession, and they would go from dog show to dog show. And they'd set up a store, and then they'd sell their shit. And they'd just let me run around this giant fairgrounds from city to city, Montana to Washington, Idaho, all this stuff. Little Zach ate dog food the whole trip. I did. I ate, I ate dog food. I had treats. I chewed on dog bones. It was great times. But there was this girl that would, would find me, and she would uh, tell me these stories that were so fantastic. And I, and I was just a little kid. I'd never heard any of these things, but she was so, like in it just gaslighting this little kid and it was like about this you know it was just storytelling she was probably just giving me a good time right. but she She's like, freaked it's the same as santa claus <laughs> basically but she was talking about rainbow bright and like this gang and all these weird things and i'm like trying to understand as a little kid but it tripped me out to where my parents were like what the fuck what have you been doing the last couple days and i'm like oh i'm part of this and they're like you're four what are you what the hell's going on but this gal it was my first experience of like a person that was gaslighting me the whole time and kind of laughing at me while I was doing this, but it wasn't for me, it was just for her, and it was this weird thing. Huh. And it, when you told me that story, I was like, that's what that lady, That's yeah. that person has that power too. You were supply. Yeah, you I, were, exactly, narcissistic supply. supply. <clears throat> but even as a chitron, yeah, we can hear you guys on the microphone for Christ's sake. This yeah. isn't a fucking, you guys want to fucking a library. Social club over there and rejoin the group. <laughs> he's, he's uh, sorry about that. He's, he's trying. He's uh, dealing me some. Uh, I'm two dealing picks. two picks. Two picks. Over Get there. him all the flavor. Mm -hmm. Get him hooked. Nick picks. Jeff and Nate have lost. <laughs> left the chat. <laughs> Lo siento. Sorry about that. Yeah, we'll hey, just want to ditch these guys. Uh, <laughs> We're you guys can go make out in the other room if you want. Let's do it right here, live. Yeah, we'll get into some. We can do some sociopath stories. It's one of those things that's like we could do a series of shows and talk about nothing else for hours and it would still yeah. take a long time to get through but I, I'm pretty sure I can you know sequel that so yeah I'm sure you could yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I don't know and it's kind of something that's like better told chronologically because it just doesn't make sense even that way <laughs> let right. alone picking things out of order but uh, 
Yeah, we can get into some of that as long as, as long as you guys listening don't want to shut that idea down. I don't want to. I think, <laughs> I think it'd be fuck anybody up, but I'm, if some you guys, guys think it'd like be done. interesting. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't need to hear about your bullshit <laughs> yeah. strays. No, you, you do want to hear it because it's a, it's a, it actually is a pretty epic story. It's a wild, it is. It's a wild tale. For well, we sure. keep it's it's got a root in almost every show we do. We always kind of come back to it. Where it's like, remember that time when Shaden went through hell? <laughs> Let's talk about it. <laughs> it certainly helped form. It, it definitely thing something that the. Uh, movies are made of it is yeah. <laughs> it is we call That's... it banish the echo yeah seriously <laughs> <laughs> that was the name of my first band it's <laughs> a good name it's, it's good on logo. Spotify right yeah I think yeah. so there's probably a single or two on Spotify go look it up yeah. my phantom it's probably up there yep. so that was unfuck yourself do the difference between a handout and a hand up and then we did some loop de loops away from that topic would you would you say we're done with that topic yeah i think the ride crashed and we had to put it back on the rails sorry we're we dealing toothpicks yeah, these guys are dealing weird ever since we brought these toothpicks into our lives it's just a way to go Jeff. i think Jeff. this is a gateway drug is what I think. <laughs> it is it's good you go from toothpicks to i don't know you start I eating matches heroin if you guys want to just try that you know uh, that's probably better <laughs> if you're tired of chasing the high and not being able to catch it <laughs> catch that dragon. i'm pretty good i'm addicted to these toothpicks at this point all right now let's move to the reasonableness party shall we okay we so, shall nathan a reasonless party is uh our idea of we don't like politics we don't mm. like the media we don't like being lied to uh, we're trying to just, I don't like the government at all. I'm an anarchist, but so I, I realized that I'm not going to see that in my lifetime. Right. So I will, I will accept that there will be government. And so we're going to start from <laughs> scratch. I mean, who are we, right? right? We're just some assholes, but we're trying to figure it out. Like what are the, what's we're the actual future of America? Goddamn, <laughs> that's true. I'm a goddamn taxpayer in America. We're the kids of America. <laughs> and we're not okay. Good song, by the way. Yeah, it is. But the idea is just basically we've gone through the list of, you know, what we would keep of the first five tenets of the First Amendment, of uh, the Constitution, of how we feel about all sorts of different things. Um, this week, we don't really have anything other than, like, just exploring the theory, like, where are we with the Reasonable's Party? Yeah. Have we figured out anything yet? I think, yet? Uh, shoot people, say what you want, down <laughs> with the government. <laughs> shoot no people. more careful. Some motherfucker out there is listening and being, like, taking notes. Like, yeah. 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 Well, the interesting <laughs> thing is... told me to we're, we're the owl to, said so. We're trying to develop a reasonable party because, I mean, all the parties we've already decided, they're just ideologies that people try to force on other people. And if you don't fall within an ideology, then you aren't shit. I mean, and all the different ideologies think that. Uh, but, it's a team game. Yeah, but politics. basically we're, we're, we're an anti-government party trying to create a government party which makes well, zero sense it's it, what it I, the way i look at it great sense. it does like that's what government's but, supposed to be right like the, I think the whole the people, purpose right? the whole purpose of a good government in my opinion would be to do such a good job that it no longer becomes necessary yeah right becomes almost obsolete in a right. sense or not even noticeable like the where the power comes from when you flip the switch on it's just like things just work that's yeah. what we would like um, but the idea is like, yeah, that's you know, we want, <laughs> yeah, we, want to, we want to maximize cooperation between people. That's really it. And, you know, with the reasonable party, I think some of the big tenants are, you know, freedom, liberties, but also, you know, taking care of people that need to be taken care of and those kind of things, trying to figure it out better. Um, there's so many different things that we kind of have discussed yeah. already. We've been through taxes and we've been through guns and borders and borders. political polls. And Although I cut our, the border. Our flag stuff. has ravens on it and it just says, don't be a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. You know, the, I learned something about uh, this whole left and right ideology that kind of gets thrust upon you in, in the U.S. And, I, well, not only the U.S. at this point. I mean, Canada and, the, and Europe are similar in that regard in a lot of ways. But it actually stems from, like, old Gnostic religious terminology where it's like and it's just been being uh peddled to us in a new form but it was like basically you know the there's the side of uh, i can't remember what the words are i'll have to actually get pull up some notes and talk about it more on our next time we go over um reasonableness but it was essentially like the um the left in in this uh philosophy was like the people that were never going to be allowed to become enlightened but they were supposed to be like led to believe that they're the enlightened ones but they're actually the ones that are just feeding the system whereas like the right are the ones that are like taking advantage of everything oh, and, wow. and it was just like it was it was less about politics and more about like you know tears of, of humanity like like essentially categorizing human souls but like if you look at it and then you like look at some of the political bullshit that's being peddled on us it's just like huh i wonder if they borrowed from some of that shit and right just keeping that alive going dialectic controlled yeah. opposition yeah people yeah. who people who pick a side i mean there's lots of sides to pick but our primaries are you know dem- democratic and republican but it just means you watch tv yeah, yeah they really media. get mad they really get upset with me both sides when i'm like it's just a new religion it's this is literally a religion Government is a religion. Yeah. It's a superstition that we can't. When you say something, people like, get upset with me when I say that. It's funny to watch because people don't like. There's some like sacred cows. Like free will is is a sacred cow for people. Like science is showing that free will is not a thing. But you, you say that to people and they're like, oh fuck. But the same as <laughs> what you're saying, where it's like, we just love it so much. You know, I mean, we can't even imagine. Like, how do you get roads if there's no government? It's like, well, we can cooperate to make a flat space. That's hard that we can drive on. We can do that. But they're like, no, we can't because they're selfish cunts in the private world. And it's like, so you think putting selfish cunts from the private world into the public space makes them magically better? Like, why is that better? <laughs> like, all they have is the ability to do crimes legally now. Yeah. I mean, we have governments that are saying, well, if you pay more taxes, then, you know, we're going to save, you know, the, the we'll be able the, to save the, the earth with the earth. By taking <laughs> yeah, money we're going to make the earth yeah. green by, by you paying more money. And, and, and nobody, then, nobody sees and the problem. Just go and the earth and needs money. Go and look at what that money's actually spent on. Exactly. <laughs> it's never like, look at recycling. Since we're actually kind of talking on, on that. If you look into recycling, you'll find that you've been duped for decades. As By the to way, what's my town recycled. Most plastic is not recyclable. Most things that you throw into your recycle bin are not recyclable. And you can ask the people that own the recyclable. My town and the town that I live in, yeah. they they do not do recycling. Right. They, uh, the, my town just got rid of it. Well, dude, they do some things. If if people knew what happens in the recycling world, like they burn a lot of that garbage, and that people don't think as right. you're spending all this time like organizing. This bottle Separated. goes in here, and then they just throw it in a bin and starting they, fights. And, and I'll tell recycle. you, yeah, as I was a, raised in Canada and in British Columbia specifically, those fuckers are serious about recycling. There's like, a garbage can every I mile came, on the freeway. When I came yeah. back down here. And there weren't three trash cans everywhere. There was a trash can with pictures of what's supposed to go in like them. I was like, yeah, I was like, what the fuck are these people doing? Backwards, like, <laughs> idiot. Oh, and it was, and you know, I'm, I'm a, Canada's I, very clean. I'll, I'll I, pride, all I pride myself on being a conservationist as far as the, the, the a man on earth, you know, mm-hmm. uh, but, uh, and, and since my early twenties, uh, I mean, I had several bags 
And garbage cans like this one was for can tin. This one's for glass. This one's for plastic. This one's actually for food waste that would go into a garden. I would separate all that shit religiously, uh, for lack of better terms. And then he'd keep it under his bed. And he'd you know, this one's, <laughs> yeah, this one's for <laughs> on the can. Not sure. That, that was just with the food. Okay. Okay. It was one it was time. Just, it was just banana peels for you. And cantaloupes. Suckers. Cantaloupes. <laughs> Banana peels are as sexy to everyone, not just Dan. <laughs> um, but yeah, and, and getting older and realizing that most of it is total bullshit, mm -hmm. it, it's kind of interesting. That's, tell, I, I tell me maintain. I've been living a life of a lie this whole time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I still maintain that that's the hardest part about growing up is like when you're a kid, you're just like, oh, I've said it before, but if when you're a kid, you're like, oh wow, look at this world that's going to make sense to me Bro. one day. And everybody's, everybody that's an adult knows what's up. Yes. Like somebody's driving the ship, obviously. What a slap in the face. And then just you grow up and it's like, all the the food pyramid yeah. wasn't even true. What the fuck? It's just all these Santa Clauses. All these Santa Clauses. You're the one that's driving life. the ship. Yeah. And you don't know how to drive. And you're yeah. like, fuck. Yeah. They're like, here, you drive for a minute. I what? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. As a kid, you're like exactly what you said. Like, there's a bunch of adults and they're taking care of stuff. And mm -hmm. then you, you get to a certain age and like, there's not a single adult. Not one. Well, not one sober, and, and serious some, person alive. And, and a lot of people never even get to that point. They just choose to retreat back into that well, that's childlike like state where they're like nah everybody else will take care of it somebody's somebody's got this i don't right. have to yeah. it doesn't matter if it's I'll important just, the news would tell me about it i'll, I'll be fine i'll cool. just yeah. i'll just watch the prices right and mm -hmm. well the idea of society is so <laughs> strange anyway i mean you know okay so at some point we decided 18 was an adult i don't know when or where that got decided it's changing and, now they're and throwing then, it to 21 now, and then so. you can you know reproduce and have a child and then suddenly it's like you have the right to be responsible for another people and how, how silly is that? I mean, like, I can't even take care of myself. I know. Now that I'm in my 40s, I, I remember thinking of my dad as a kid, like, man, that guy's got to figure it out. He's, got, he's just <laughs> such an adult. And he's just. And then I get to 40 and I realize his actions were like, no, he wasn't. He was annoyed by me. He was fucking, you know, a child, like with his reactions to things. And, and he was as scared dad, as any of us. Learning about your dad when you when you actually are into adulthood and like like talking candidly with your dad like with his dad hat off right one of the most fascinating things like in my life anyway because it's just like wow like <laughs> that, you were just this this paragon of like fearsome you know wisdom fatherly and... monolithic stuff when i was a kid you don't shoot over there you shoot over there yeah like and it's like it's not that like l learning that my dad is just a person and you know like anybody else and had all these doubts and fears and fuck-ups and like didn't decrease my respect for him as an adult right at all but it is really fucking fascinating to have that paradigm shift in your life where you're just like huh <laughs> well, I didn't you realize. Uh, like my dad, my dad actually had me with my mom just because she was hot. And yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's as simple as it gets. Yeah, it took me a long time it to realize. It wasn't really a plan. It just kind of happened. <laughs> when, when my father told me to not have kids, it took me a long time to realize that he was like telling me, I, I fucking regret having you. Yes, that's what it was. That's what my dad said all the time. He's like, I really just didn't want kids. And I'm like, but I'm I'm here. I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you like complicated my, my life. Yeah, could have exactly. been a pro baseball exactly. player. You 
motherfucker. <laughs> There's so many people that think like that too with their kids. They're like, you ruined a lot of things for me. I see it as a retirement plan. I like, I always make the joke like, I'm not gonna get famous, but if I have a kid, he will. Yeah. And so just, just <laughs> yeah. live vicariously and just yeah. make him do drills all the time, like Dude, pistol peak. Michael Jackson's basketball. dad had it. Yeah. <laughs> Beyonce's Beyonce's yeah. dad. Yeah. Fucking, that's why Zach Tiger hasn't Woods talked dad. to. Why well, Zach hasn't talked to his dad since he was 18. That's exactly yeah. what he did. Oh yeah. Fucking. Up. Are you proud of me? Because you won a Grammy yeah. yet? God damn it. That's it. I'm still trying to win that Grammy so I can talk to my dad and get some love that I want. Yeah. Like still that, not good enough. Like no. Nope. That, that animated thing about Asian parents is like, you doctor yet? Oh, no, dad. Oh, yeah. I'm 12. <laughs> talk to me when you doctor. <laughs> That's kind of how my dad was, was. He was like, are you a business? Are you successful at business yet? Are you yeah. Laurie yet? Yeah. No. By the way, dad. <laughs> musician still. You got a 401k listen. yet? No? All right. Well. No. I will <laughs> never have a 401k, father, because I made some different choices in life. By the way, dad, who actually does listen to this show, I love you very much. I love you, too. Me, too, <laughs> father of mine. Yeah. Dad, you're, you're right, I guess. You know. <laughs> okay. you me, like my, me and my dad son. are like more like friends and father son that's for sure yeah. Is it? yeah that's still better than a lot of people oh yeah no absolutely <laughs> no definitely it's just uh i remember when i was like older and he would try to be like tried to be like dad first part and i was be just like too nah. late yeah it was yeah. just like bro like was, yeah just wait till that that first single drops and you get a couple million bucks <laughs> yeah, in your right. pocket and then it's like yeah, oh, yeah. then oh hey there's all like, hey, i'm your dad all the love i experienced that with my mom too where she like she like was such a mess when i was younger and and like needed a mom and then when i was like older and like was self-sufficient she would just occasionally try to swoop in and like play, right. play them put the mom hat on and i'm just like mom i don't you missed it. The window closed. Mm-hmm. You know, like, but didn't that happen to Shaquille O'Neal? Didn't his dad? Was it Shaquille O'Neal whose dad popped in years uh, later? I'm not sure. I know he respects his father. If you hear this, I no, love you. Well, his father, <laughs> stepfather. I think. I think he respects his stepfather. Uh, I'm not sure. No, I'm trying to. Now I'm trying I love to remember. Shaq. I love Shaq too. I, Shaq's was, awesome. I don't know. One he's of the, one he's of up them, there, by the way, with Steve Irwin. As far as like, I just love you. I just want you. To, I mean, I know he's probably behind the scenes is probably like a giant man taking advantage of whatever yeah, in the world. I'll but never believe that. I won't either. <laughs> I'm like, I love you, Shaq. I don't care. Shaq Fu. Uh, it's Steve, it may not be the greatest game of all time, but I liked it. Steve okay. Irwin, Robin Williams, Shaquille O'Neal, Bob Ross. Yeah, they're all just people that I'm like, Mr. I Rogers. I don't really care. They could have dead bodies in their closet, and I'm just like, just. Close the closet. Close the closet door. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> those those people, fuck them. Yeah. Like I said, they, I still watch Kevin Bob Spacey Ross, movies. So. <laughs> no, okay. It'd be funny if all of those people ended up being like just tyrants. Behind the scenes. <laughs> right, like exactly. Robin Williams had like a bunch of dungeon I shit just going kind on. Of, like, whoa. Just all Illuminati bullshit. <laughs> exactly. just like, yeah. I just, just kind of, chrome. I just kind of yeah. assume that about everybody now. Like especially the more in the public eye, there I'm like, oh, they're probably like. A monster, <laughs> you know. Okay, it's funny. I'm proven right more than I'm proven wrong about that. We never want to meet like, your heroes. This is yeah. a little tinfoil hatty, but there is a thing about, you know, when you get into a secret society, like some of the ones that actually exist, like say Skull and Bones at yeah. Yale or Shaden's Cult or Shaden's Cult. Yeah. Like one of the things that they do have you do is kind of lose some of your personal respect. Like they they tell them secrets or they have something happen in the rituals that you wouldn't want out. Those kind of things, mm. uh, and there's a lot of in the history of humanity where you do blood oaths in weird ways where it's like we had to kill this person and eat the flesh and now all of us are culpable and none of us can tell the secret yeah. or else we all go to jail and now we can all <laughs> trust each other and it's like because you look at Hollywood and stuff like that and you know they thought about it you, you have to I mean Hollywood <laughs> exactly like Hollywood's a, the structure capital of the world like so, writing a movie is a very different 
you have to think about it in a weird structured way. And you know that they thought about like, maybe if we all work together and we can take over the world. I don't know. I will say, so my buddy went I, a little far on that last I part. I mean, Harvey Weinstein, right? Like, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, like, so my buddy Ivan, I was telling you about, uh, yeah, we were talking, this is like a couple weeks ago. Actually, I asked him, I was like, Sal, you're in the, you're in it. Like, have you seen some weird shit yet? Like kind of thing. And he's just like, no, but like, there's definitely something going on. <laughs> like, just, he's not a high enough level Freemason. Uh, yet. Yeah. I mean, well, <laughs> so that's, the, well, it's like, cause he, he doesn't party or anything like that. So he doesn't right. go to the party. Like he's, he's been to a couple of parties and he said, there's definitely this one place that they all, I can't remember what it was called that like high class, like they all go to this place. And Castle Dracula. I, I think it, no, I think it was called like a ca- like something castle or something like. <laughs> no, course. it's a pl- yeah. like he was like it's de- like all the orgy shit you hear about. He's like, there's a place that that definitely fucking happens at because there's his boss, downtown, the eyes wide shut, the freaks yeah, calls yeah, to the exactly. Devil. Like, because his boss, I shouldn't even be saying this. <laughs> <laughs> well, millions of listeners. Nathan, millions. Yeah. When, when I lived in California, I worked with. Uh, I don't know if I've You're said get it. hate mail. They're like, what's the rest of the story? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. yeah tell cre- us the story. There's some cre- like. Yeah, he's just saying because his boss, like, he'll, like his boss has been in the game for like ever and stuff like that. So like, his Ooh. boss will tell him stories like about like just going to these fucking clubs or like whatever, and where it's like weird fucking shit goes down. I right? think I, so, I think I missed the first part. Who are we talking about? My uh, buddy Ivan. He works. Uh, he he's was working at Capital. He now works at a studio. Oh, I, okay. West, you brought him like, up really. Right. Okay. And all them go and stuff. So he's like, uh, he's he's in it. This is what I say, like in the industry and stuff like that. So well, but, Kanye seems super stable. Yeah, he's probably. Yeah. He's probably <laughs> Fine. Everything's fine. He's in a normal situation. When I, when I was in California, I worked for a very famous comedian's brother. And uh, I've already said who it is on Time Suck. It's Dave Chappelle. Uh-huh. I, I, I hung out with William Chappelle. Oh, same, right, right. Um, William Chappelle. Oh, Billy Chappelle. Billy, Billy Chappelle. Um, He's an interesting character, and he was in a specific spot in his life. So it wasn't the best spot in his life when I met him and stuff. But I did a bunch of interviews with him because I was excited. Dave Chappelle's my favorite comedian. All these different things yeah. it was at the time. It still is. It still is amazing. Um, and I wanted to meet Dave Chappelle, so I was like, "Fucking hey, I'm going to work for, with his brother and do all this stuff." Yeah. Um, so you used him, basically. Yeah, for sure. Uh, he <laughs> like, actually, shamelessly, even. Yeah. Well, he he actually wanted to use me too, so it worked out as a mutually beneficial thing. Fair enough. So it was kind of cool. He wanted me to write jokes, and I wanted him to tell the jokes. Um, but it didn't work out that way. But he did. In, in the course of some interviews, he did tell me. Kind of like what you just said, where, mm. like, when you listen to Dave Chappelle, he gives a lot of oh, information yeah. about the like stuff. Like clues, almost, in a way, I mm-hmm. guess. And, and yeah. I don't know how close William and Dave are, really, and I certainly don't know now, but they were not super close at the time, it didn't seem like. Um, but he would speak of his brother constantly when I would interview him, and, right. and he, I was asking him questions about it, and he's like, yeah, the... If you're too smart, they won't take you in Hollywood. That's basically what he said. He's right. like, my brother was too smart for Hollywood. Yeah. Like, they wanted him to do things, and he saw through it, and he wasn't about oh, to yeah. do that. Oh, yeah, and then he dipped out. And fucking, yeah, and he yeah. dipped out in a legendary way. Mm. And he's explained it, too. I but if government's kind of like that, too. <laughs> <laughs> I want to tap out. I think government. they're all connected in a way. I mean, in a way. Oh. Like, well, a lot of them know. go to the same schools. Yeah. A lot of them have the same interests. They don't even need to sit and have a conspiracy with cigars and shit. They no. just... It's moving towards. But they might. <laughs> it's it would cool. be, well, it'd be a lot cooler if they did. <laughs> well, it's like it, you know when Alex Jones brought out the Bohemian Grove oh, thing. Oh yeah. Like, there's no question that Bohemian Grove is exactly what he fucking said it was. Like, yeah. the, it wasn't an actual human sacrifice that they did. But here's some it's of the richest of, Republicans yeah. now. It's mainly Republicans there, but it's both uh, for years and years. But 
the richest people just pretending that they're killing a child. Oh, it's just the cremation of care. No big deal. And you're like, that's kind of weird that you guys are like yeah. the ones responsible <laughs> yeah. for like child safety and stuff. And this is something that you're like, this is great. Shh, think- be quiet. We're being reverent oh, to you, this moment in time. That's like an extrapolation of what we were talking about with people who watch too much porn and that like gets them to the point where like they can't be excited by anything less than like a, somebody stepping on puppies. Right. So yeah, like all the money in the world, so, you can yeah. buy whatever you want. Yeah, it's like, just like know. when you can, when you have, when you are the entertainment industry, and you're like, well, what do I do for entertainment? No shit. That's Let's good... pretend to sacrifice children. I'm on the adrenaline. Oh, now, now I'm excited. I can feel something again. That's crazy, you know? but it's it's possible. By the way, stepping on puppies that's that's called crushing. Yeah, we we don't like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, dark web. Fuck that shit. That's All right. why we keep Jeff around. Yeah, for sure. Explain to know about the, the terrible explain things. Explain the awful things to us, Jeff. <laughs> it's funny. When I was a kid, I had a police officer, uh, uh, son Step of a police officer puppy. friend. No, but he brought, <laughs> when I was in seventh grade, he brought this book of that only police officers, he said, had. And it was like full color. <laughs> he shows you a bunch of kids. <laughs> Dude, it was... Mur- right, no shit. No, it was just murder scene after murder scene. And he's like, check this out. And it was like a girl who had a fucking lampshade opened in her fucking body and stuff. And it's like, why, why is this at school? He got like a lampshade, probably an umbrella. <laughs> Somebody and that kid in the back's taking notes, like, oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like that's how you'd kill <laughs> little, a person you hate. Little yeah. Jeff Dahmer. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Actually, he ended up being a really nice kid, but <laughs> it was just strange because the whole school was like, uh, "Why are we all looking at this?" Because he's like passing around at lunch and shit, and we're all like, "Oh, I've never seen anything like that. That changed my life right here. Didn't know that was going to happen today." I used to show my friends because um, my stepmother is uh, was a EMT and a firefighter in Oregon and she had like these EMT textbooks that had like photographs and pictures of Mm. like horrific injuries like people whose orbital bones have been broken and the eye was like hanging out of the socket kind of shit and I would like bring friends from school over and be like you want to see some crazy shit (laughs) dude Brandon's mom was uh, you were that kid what's what's the x-ray person called x-ray tech x-ray tech oh yeah she did x-ray tech and she brought home one of the x-rays and it was a dude, he had a wrench up his fucking dick. Uh, and we're looking at it, we're like, Good what are we looking him. at? She's like, you're looking exactly, you're looking at exactly what you're like looking at. Whatever. And we're like, how did they... A wrench in the dick. But you know yeah. what? You got to look at the positive Explain. side. I mean, if yeah. you want if you want to define commitment, that's commitment. Right? <laughs> that's a gearhead right there. <laughs> yeah. That guy goes the extra mile He's to like, love his truck. You know, I've really been trying to have a kid and it hasn't been working. I figure something's broken there. <laughs> yeah. so I'm just going to get, get there and fix it. He's got to make an adjustment here. This is the wrench I use all the time. I usually would put it in a pocket, but I found a new pocket. It's like the prison pocket, but it's the front pocket. I just can't get it out. fucking toes are curly. It was pre-Viagra. I mean, that's just... He doesn't actually pull it out all the way. He just pulls it out a little bit to use it. So he's just using and is weaving with the, the end of the wrench yeah. and then puts it back in. I could fix that. <laughs> he, just got, he got tired of using it for a shovel, so he decided to make That's it. That's right. No shovel cock. Tool. <laughs> the shovel cock is what we call things that are sound true but are not true. Or actually sound stupid, but like idiots like me believe. And then... <laughs> Yeah, so Swiss Army dick. <laughs> that's right. All right. Well, that's probably enough for the, the reasonable party. We didn't and really on that bombshell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't think we discussed the reasonable party almost at all. In that Not one, at all. But that's fair. Not at all. Uh, Jeff, it's time to fuck this buddy. And uh, what is it? It's uh, it's a two parking spot out. Oh, you know. Okay. I, Look, I'm against that. I, I think it's great. I you you probably are. Okay. If you're one of these assholes, you'll get over it. But if you think you're so fucking great. 
that you can park your car in a parking lot and take up two spots because your car is so much better than everybody else's. First off, and, and you think it's going to protect your car? No, it just makes you a fucking cunt. That makes Jeff want to go out there and keep yeah, the car. Yeah, and, and that's my down. first in- inclination <laughs> is to key your car with this wrench car. And then park my vehicle so close to yours <laughs> that you can't get into your door. Yeah. Don't be a fucking ass. Who does that? It was like, everybody cares about, well, okay, everybody doesn't care about their car. You might drive a heap of shit, but my who cares? Does. You don't have some special fucking right because your car's more expensive where you deserve two or three or four parking spots. You don't want your car to get hurt? Hey, guess what? Go park somewhere out in the North 40 and walk your happy ass into whatever building you're going to. That's but don't do get right up front so you can watch your car, take up two or three spots, and then not expect somebody to not spit on your windshield or key your car or stick gum all over it or whatever awesome thing you can do to somebody's car. Because you fucking deserve it. Don't be a prick. So my knee-jerk reaction to this is, fuck yeah, I agree completely. But in my pursuit of being... Uh, painfully honest with myself uh, in my life as an adult now, I have realized that my view on this is a little bit more nuanced and I can't really explain why but I'll give you an example. So if I see... Because I'm a cunt. If I see see somebody who's parked like in one space but just crooked enough that you can't park in the next space next to them because it's too narrow, that pisses me off the most. I'm, both I'm both a, piss me off because they're both with intent of the same thing. Yeah, but I'm going to rank it here, okay? I'm, that's <laughs> what I mean. Equal, I'm breaking okay. this shit down because that, to me, is like, oh, it either, like, I can't draw a distinction between, like, are you just a fucking dumbass and you didn't realize what you did? Like, you're just that careless, which makes me hate you a little bit. Or did you do that on purpose? In which case, I definitely hate you a little bit. And the fact that I don't know which it is makes me even more angry. That one that one makes me the most angry. Somebody's parked like diagonal across two spaces. I'm like, what a douche. That one's pretty... I'm but like, they were obviously no one would Yeah, but it's like, I know they meant to do it. And I'm just yeah. like, fuck you. But at least I have so, I, a compartment to put it in. Right. I used, I used to have uh, business cards that said, if you fuck like you park, you'll never get it in. And I would leave that on people's windshields. <laughs> That's pretty That's great. great. Now, on the other hand, okay. if somebody takes up all four spaces, especially if their car is not that big, I'm like... Better be really nice. I kind of almost respect it. <laughs> like, like, I'm just like, that's like just walking in and like throwing your of, dick right on the table. It's like, like, what do you guys think? Yeah. I think I'm going <laughs> to hit it with a baseball bat as well. <laughs> just for being, yeah. just for your confidence. Too, I mean, I need to hurt you. And it depends on how close they are to the entrance. Like if they do that shit way in the back of the parking lot, I'm like, whatever. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, any damage I've ever had to a vehicle has been in a parking lot. So I understand the sentiment of wanting to protect your car. Well, maybe don't take that fucking car if that's the only car that you have. Trust the insurance. Well, not even that. (laughs) Go park your happy ass way the hell out where nobody else is. If you're that fucking special and your car is that amazing. Don't be amongst the commoners, I guess. Mm. I watched my dad do that. But he did. He, instead of, he wouldn't take up 10 spots, but he would park way out so nobody would bump a door. I'm okay with that. Like that yeah. Go get your exercise. Porsche guy. Just uh, buy yourself a nice 92. Stop parking your Ferraris at Walmart. <laughs> yes. yeah, that's all I've ever done. <laughs> yeah, don't bring your Lamborghini to Walmart. Get a car <laughs> that's sturdy and looks better with some character. <laughs> yeah. You'd be like, somebody door ding me already. Would you please? I'm trying to, just I'm trying buy, to look official. <laughs> you could just buy one of the 5,000 
thousand exactly the same SUVs that are for sale today, and then it, then who cares what happens? Yeah, that's because that's all it is now. All I went, we went looking they're at cars. They're all made of plastic. And it's anyway. like wow, every single car is the same SUV kind of sedan looking. I don't know. Anyway, I I had a guy uh, might be wrong. Parked like that at the gym uh, uh, a couple years ago. Big, you know, big penis truck. It was all you right. know, jacked up, and all the lights <laughs> and everything. Penis. Big old shovel cock. And, and it was, and it was, the, and you know, he did. He took up three. It was four spots. I'm like, what a fucking asshole. I'm like, I'm gonna figure out who this guy is. It took me about ten seconds of walking into a gym. It's like a about hundred people. I'm like, oh. yeah, the sparklies on his butt. I'm like, yeah, I spark, sparkle butt jeans and yeah. a medium shirt. With medium, fucking twinkle fairy, fucking douche flute yeah <laughs> his gelled tips uh yeah i picked that guy in about 10 seconds in the gym I, I sat there watched him the whole goddamn time till he left i'm like and sure shit he went to that truck I'm like, if you have yeah, a huge cock who you, are. you should get a huge lifted truck just to throw people off so some girls can be like i bet it's not and then it's like oh my god it's like a put the naked girl silhouette mud flaps on it just so you right? know it's like tiny they're like yeah. i assume Hang it's balls tiny from and the then, back and you're like yep. it's not though. put a put a snorkel on it like there's any body of water deep enough to actually submerge it because <laughs> your lift gets 10 miles drapes, high. Bitch. I, <laughs> I think a snorkel would be cool though. cool all right fuck this two parking spots i think we all yeah, agree that's yep. kind of fucked up unanimous yeah what do you think yeah i mean I don't know. I'm a single parking guy, so I... <laughs> yeah, I, I, when, I when I accidentally I take, take a bus, spot, I'm know. mortified. I'm mortified. All right. Well, things I learned today. We're moving right along with this episode. Holy uh, shit. Shaden's the only one that learns anything. So what yep. did you learn, So we Shaden? go to him. And this is about big rings. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Uh, I didn't realize we were actually doing this one. That's all right. I'm on it. Yeah, so on I, it. I learned this off of TikTok, full disclosure. <laughs> so it's got to be real. 100%. <laughs> um, it's not propaganda from some other country at all. But there is. Uh, <laughs> listen, I like I like learning things about space. China's listening. And he looks like Winnie the Pooh. If China is the one that gives me what I want, then I I'm, I am a consumer. Baby. Fair enough. Um, so <laughs> this planet is uh, got a real catchy name. It's called J one four zero seven B. Nice, nice. I love scientists. Not to be confused with J one four zero seven A, which is a totally different planet, a different galaxy. I heard about J. I heard about that one. Right, that's the one. exactly what you're talking about. Um, so this planet is very cool because it has rings like Saturn does. It's got this like debris field that is caught in its gravitational orbit I see shit I don't really understand how this even happens because the planet in comparison to these rings is like small mm -hmm. but yet, so it doesn't have the kind of gravity to make it is all caught around it so I'm like what happened like did it have moons that just exploded and then they just got caught and it's I don't know but fascinating anyway but so the rings around Saturn are very big right mm -hmm. we've all seen pictures of Saturn if you but they get kind of close to the planet up. yeah right so these J140O7B. Uh, <clears throat> I tried to give it a good nickname and it just wasn't working. J Bob. Um, J Bobber. They're, the the rings around this thing are so massive. So it has more than 30 rings. This thing was um, discovered in 2012. And uh, the rings on this thing are roughly 200 times larger than Saturn's rings are today which is massive like to put that in perspective it's roughly the 
distance between Earth and the sun. That's insane. Is the size of these debris rings around this planet. Our right? galaxy is so goofy. So uh, we're living in the body of some like twenty-five-year-old oh, yeah, piece of shit. That's what's eyes. happening. Yeah, and that's probably like in a heroin muscles, fucking yeah. molecule running through. Like, what's that? That's <laughs> right. he's high. It's a nodule in his lung. <laughs> the galaxy's high. Can you feel it? Yeah. I think we all feel it. Too much tinfoil smoke. <laughs> yes. Oh, this uh, observatory in the Netherlands. Uh, said if we could replace Saturn's rings with the rings around this planet, they would be easily visible at night and be many times larger than the full moon to us, Whoa. even at that distance. Okay, that puts it in perspective. Right. Because uh, you can barely see Saturn. Uh, I mean, you can kind of see it with the naked eye, like yeah. as a star, but you know, wow. I didn't even know that. Yep. You can see Saturn, you can see Mars, and Jupiter. I know, I know Mars. I've seen Saturn you can see Venus. in the telescope, or whatever. It's pretty cool. Yeah. In fact, that's how we know there's planets. But it planets still just looks like a little smudge. It just little kind yeah. of it's a smudge. Now it's a man on the moon. I don't think <laughs> it's real, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's all fake. We live on a flat Earth. Yeah. Um, it's more of a round shape, as we've discussed. <laughs> Why does it be flat? when not trapezoid or something? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's other shapes out there. Come on. <laughs> it's a dodectahedron. <laughs> <laughs> so this other astronomer, he said, if you were to grind up the four large Galilean moons of Jupiter into dust and ice and spread out the material over their orbits in a ring around Jupiter, the ring would be so opaque to light that a distant observer that saw the ring pass in front of the sun would see a very deep multi-day eclipse. Mm. In the case of J1407... We never see the sun. We see the rings blocking as much as 95% of the light of this young sun-like star for days. So there's a lot of material that that there that could then form satellites and shit so i don't know man that that kind of stuff just bends my brain you yeah. know like we talk about like the ocean and it's like yeah there's mind-bending stuff in the ocean and then you read shit like that or it's so like, those rings what? aren't aren't like <laughs> a finite uh matter it's like asteroids and rocks yeah it's like ice. chunks of like houses and ice. And shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. no shit yeah that's the you know, I, I, you guys what, i don't Know anything the about more anything. You know, Jeff learned a thing this week too. Yeah, <laughs> fucking. Less well, things I learned it today. <laughs> and I realized to the listeners, I probably sound like an absolute idiot. Well, when it comes to that stuff, you're not because a fan I, of space because I am because I've never taken the time to learn. That's why when we ask you about Star Wars, you're like, shut the fuck yeah, up, motherfucker. That's why we're yeah. thr- we're systematically thrusting it upon. Well, you. it makes me. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. You're gonna well, be Neil deGrasse fucking Tyson if we can help it. But see, neither yeah, of us. Yeah, that stuff makes me want to suck start my Glock. Okay. Well then. Anywho. And on that bombshell. <laughs> <laughs> that leads us to back to Shaden for our very last thing of the show. And before we start talking a little bit of music. But uh, Badass of History. Badass Ooh. History. Aliens. Aliens. Fuck yeah. It became fucking Team America. Fuck yeah. America. Bed Bath and Beyond. Fuck yeah. So there's, uh, we're going to continue this segment. We'll see if you guys continue to like it. I'm having a lot of fun with it, so I hope you do. <laughs> no. um, but cares. our, our <laughs> we've we've all heard the uh, tired old uh, platitude: "Hell hath no fury like a woman scorned." scorned. Yeah. Or in this case, like a woman whose husband got written, ripped in half by birch trees. Ooh. Um, <laughs> we are what? we are talking about Olga of Kiev. Okay. This week. Okay. So, and yes, I did say ripped in half by birch trees. So that's where this whole thing began, right? So uh, back in the 10th century or the 900s, if you like, um, this uh, 
Kiev or was Kievan Rus for simplicity's sake. Or Rus. It was <clears throat> basically an area that's now Russia, Ukraine, and Belarus, but it was it was Rus. Kiev and Rus back then. Mm-hmm. Um, so Olga got um, she married. Didn't like her name is what it was. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Indeed. I didn't. Mean, I, I had it. Olga, <laughs> fucking Olga. Had to. I have a lamp that I've called Olga for years because I picked it up once when I was moving and I like was off balance and I was you like Olga. Yeah. <laughs> and one of my friends was like, "Did you say Olga?" And I was like, "Yeah, it's my lamp, <laughs> my girl." <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Sorry to throw the penis wrench in there. So, <laughs> Well, I mean, we knew what we signed up for. It's just a ride, baby. <laughs> it sounds it's like Taco Bell to me, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. I'm stealing all the fucking things from other people and just using them not the way they're meant. So uh, our our dear lady Olga, she uh, married uh, the Prince of Kiev, Igor the first <laughs> Igor mm-hmm. Igor and Olga, Olga. Some traditional <laughs> yeah. names right there yeah. yeah and they had, they had a son so that's the quick rundown on, Dave. on yeah. where this <laughs> yeah. they had a child Victor. and the name yeah. is Bob <laughs> his name is Steve <laughs> little Steve <laughs> um, so there was this uh, there was this neighboring tribe called the Dre- Drevlians and uh, them and them and the Kievan Rus were not they had a pretty tense relationship. Um, they, it's always been real peaceful. Yeah, it was, out there it was thanks to like military campaigns against the Byzantine Empire, and uh, so these guys, the the Drevlians, they were supposed to be paying tribute to Kiev and Rus, um, like basically protection money to the mafia, right? right? <laughs> yeah, like the Vikings used to do. Yeah, like we won't come kill you if you just like, pay we for, do our lives. for Saudi Arabia in exchange for yeah. oil. <laughs> 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 What? I'm, yeah, you know, it's, it's, history. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff's not always great to hear, but it's true. Uh, okay, so we'll fast forward a little bit, but um, these guys were basically snubbing them on their tribute, and um, so Igor, the first, went over there to go and be like, "Hey, give me my tribute, right?" And they, at this point, they had not been paying tribute for. <laughs> like 33 years or some shit, oh, shit you know so they were like all they saw the Drevlians is this fucking Igor comes r- riding in and he's like where's my fucking tribute after 33 years right. and they're like oh fuck this guy so they fucking human hammocked him hey. tied they bent down these <laughs> fucking uh, birch trees and tied ropes to them and then tied the ropes to one of each of his legs mm-hmm. and let the trees go and you can imagine ripped him apart fucking bifurcated dude, dude. fucking a creation a for creativity though <laughs> yeah ripped yeah. him apart right that's the rack before the rack yeah so that's how igor met his end <laughs> and uh young bob steve whatever their <laughs> son steve bob. ended up without a father oh. right so it's a peter or victor is what it is <laughs> understandably uh olga was pissed Right, so um, she, rather than just like flip out and declare war, she was calculating. She came up with a, basically a four-stage plan mm-hmm. of 
getting hers from the Drevlians, right? So Drevlians sound like Star Wars fucking attack. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> They're like Klingon, but yeah, that's it, what it sounds like. I'm like, is this from like uh, Fifth Element? I'm or probably something? fucking mispronouncing it too, but anyway, somebody's just fucking like, I'm not a historian. Yeah. I just like that's stories. my people. You fuck. <laughs> Respect me. <laughs> Uh, well, your people got punked, if that's the case. Sorry. Mm. Uh, Olga took him to school, right? So Olga sent messengers to the Drevlians to invite ambassadors to her hall, right? Just be like, hey, I understand that you guys murdered my husband for coming to get tribute, but I want to, you know, she's playing meek, right? She wants to make the peace. So these guys show up in their boats, and they're just feeling super pompous because they're like finally we get to stick it to these guys and so they're they demand that not only should they be carried overland to where they were going to be staying but that they should be carried in their fucking boats to where they're going to be staying <laughs> in Kiev. that's like, like, like physically that's like a crazy physically, yeah crazy request they're like, they're like a, pick up, a power move pick up us in our boats and take us to your city right and so some big Olga, motherfuckers in Olga, Kiev. Olga fucking sure. rallies uh, all a bunch of dudes, and they do this, and they're carrying these guys in their boats, <clears throat> and Olga has them carried to these big fucking trenches that she had dug, and they throw them boats and all into these fucking trenches, and they're like, wait, 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 seeing what's gonna happen, and she goes, nah, and has all of her people bury them alive. Oh, Jesus. In their boats. <laughs> oh, lordy. Right. So there's some boats under buried under land somewhere. Yep. Cool. Okay. So that was phase one, right? No. <laughs> Excellent. Marvel uh, phase two. <laughs> so the these guys that were buried alive, these ambassadors, obviously never sent word back to... Uh, they didn't make it. ...their people, right? But um, so Olga kind of heads them off at the pass... <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she says she sends word to this guy named Prince Mal, who is the prince of the Drevlian folks, and she says that she'll she'll marry him, right, to kind of create a, a bond, a, a yeah, union, union, right, so that they can ha- put all this nastiness behind them, and um, that she wanted an escort, so he had to send some of his you know important folks to travel with her, so that she could go there. She right? ate him. So, <laughs> I'm just trying to get ahead of the story. So, I don't like surprises. So Mal, Mal, Mal really wanted to be king, so he was just like, okay. So he sent a bunch of chieftains up there, and uh, Olga rolls out the red carpet for him. And uh, she's like, you guys must be tired from the road. I'll, uh, why don't you hit our bathhouse? You know, best best in the biz. We got a bathhouse, <laughs> right. and if if anybody out there is familiar with um, Russian murder plots, if there's a bathhouse involved, it's <laughs> <laughs> true. That's pretty much the qualifier. There's um, an Adidas jumpsuit and a bathhouse involved, <laughs> and a gold so, chain. And a gold Joe chain. Pesci's right behind. Anybody, <laughs> anybody want to hazard a guess as to what happened after uh, after she locks them in the bathhouse? She gave him tea and crumpets. Some yeah, minus, great experience some, and gave it a 10 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> minus, minus some penises. I'm guess. <laughs> no, she, uh, she locked him in the bathhouse and set it on fire, oh, burned so. him all alive. Jesus. <laughs> all right. Jesus. Which has got to be even worse in a bathhouse, right? Because like, you're, like, water. you're like burning alive and you're like in the water, water, but you have to come out. And, ah, ah, it's too yeah. hot. Turn down. Yeah, you're boiling. <laughs> I got to breathe. Oh, fuck. Ah, she thought that too. She's like, this is going to suck for them. Yep. I'm going to like it. You shouldn't right. have fu- fuck with my husband. So don't fuck with so, all goes. So that was yeah. so that was step two of four. Step to Jesus Christ. <laughs> right. So after this, um, and wait. First of all, 
real quick. Do they know that the bear, the boats have been buried? Do they know well, that those nobody, people died? They I don't, mean, there was no internet or phones. Then, right, so right? it's just so, distance. Yeah, so yeah. it's all just like... Well, this happened last week. Yeah. No, yeah. What, what happened? <laughs> well, that was on Facebook. Yeah. I saw this on Facebook. Yeah. Like, nobody, nobody returned from the group that came in their boats. Right. And so nobody, they know it's a true story. Nobody returned from the group. That, <laughs> right? but, there's, but they had to be thinking, okay, either something happened, a storm, or... It's really fucker. great over there. No. Yeah, so so the, so nobody nobody's in the wise yet. It's just a little bit suspicious that nobody's coming back. Right. So Olga sends uh, Prince Mal uh, <coughs> a request. She's like, marriage still sounds good, but uh, I want to I want to visit your place and and have a funeral feast and a proper burial for my husband that you ripped in half with trees. Right. So Mal. St- Dill was in the dark about ship, so he figured, why not? And uh, he's like, I just want to get on the throne and be king of this whole situation. So he was just like, fine. So Olga and her soldiers show up for this funeral feast. Everybody's getting drunk, except Olga told all of her guys, not to stay sober, right? No. And uh, she fucking red wedding to that shit and <laughs> killed, killed an estimated five thousand of them Whoa. at this funeral feast for her husband. Jeez. Savages. And then, uh, <laughs> and then this is the part where <coughs> there's some contention about this last step because uh, it sounds pretty outlandish. And Real quick been, though. They show up and they uh, did she. I wonder if she like fed him cake and had a, have him had a good time. And then because real quick, the I got one more surprise so for you. And then it's like murder, death. <laughs> yeah, camp. probably. And then all their heads. Right? Are, that yeah. would sounds like it would be. Yeah, she hmm. just waits for him to get all drunk and sloppy and happy and trusting. And then mm-hmm. she's like, "All right, boys." <laughs> That's straight out of the movie. Roll Tide. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep using that wrong. Roll Tide. I'm taking it. It don't mean what he thinks it means. And I don't know what it means either except for Alabama, but we're not using it like that. I'm taking it, Bama. There's Sorry. tides all over the goddamn place. <laughs> all right. Yellow Olga, Olga rolled Tide before any of you. So. <laughs> uh, True gangster. So, <laughs> so this last part, she Olga at this point has gathered an army to wipe these fuckers out once and for all. And um, she, you know, <laughs> the people who survived this fucking uh, funeral feast, she either, you know, enslaved them or executed them or, you know, let them beg for mercy and sent them to tell tales of woe mm-hmm. to their people. They'd just be like, we're coming for your ass, you know. And so so Olga rolls up with her army and, and, uh, and these guys are like, please don't fucking wipe us out. You know, like we're sorry, and and, and, and and Olga goes, you know, you know what? Fine, you know. Instead of uh, you paying me tribute, I'm gonna let you guys off easy, and um, I, all I ask of you is that you give me three pigeons and three sparrows from each house, and then we'll call it even. Pigeon people, I like them. Okay, so they're like, they're like. Fucking a, we can do that. So they round, they round up all these fucking birds because it's just easy to find sparrows and pigeons back. In you the can way. catch a pigeon pretty easy. Yeah, I'll tell you for what, sure. I'll teach you if you need. Zach knows <laughs> about pigeons. You just gotta talk to them in the language they know. <laughs> Barfield would uh, would like this one, I think. So, so the these guys did this. They round up all these. Um, all these pigeons and sparrows. Olga divvies them up between her soldiers and tells them to uh, take a. Uh, piece of um, what's that shit sulfur mm-hmm. and wrap it in cloth and tie it to the legs of these birds 
and then I don't like where this is going. I don't and think. then you're not gonna <laughs> flaming bird time, huh? Yep. And then and then she lights that shit on fire. All these guys they light that shit on fire, and birds when they have a roost, they go back to their roost, right? Yeah. <laughs> so they went back to that house. <laughs> so these flaming birds just go in and fucking torch the place. Why are we doing this shit today? <laughs> right? That's, That's fucking, genius. That is genius. Right? So, Except for the animal torture. Yeah, I mean. Come on. So that was her final, that was her final uh, fuck you to these people. Flaming who, birds. A yeah, flaming yeah. bird to them. Yeah, seriously. She gave them the flaming bird, quite literally. And there's been people that are like, yeah, that's probably just like a folk tale or mm-hmm. Like, you know, that part of it, at least. Still pretty cool. But, hmm. like, it's possible, because, like, the U.S. Army did something kind of similar in World War II, where they would send flaming bats in to burn Japanese cities. Mm. And the test went so well that the testing base was burned down, so. <laughs> <laughs> we burned the shit out of Japan in World War II, and that was true. So, just saying, you know, it's not outside the realm of possibility, and if Olga did even half of that shit, she's, she qualifies as our badass, badass of, history. of history. And, though she lived most of her life as a pagan, she was uh, posthumously sainted, so she's Saint Olga of Kiev. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, well, you know, as far as, like, a husband, like, Honoring thy husband or thy family, fucking a bro. Yeah, that's taking it to an extreme. Yeah, it was. It was like six hundred years after she died, the church recognized her efforts. Notice me, witness me, and uh, to to make they said they said they recognized her efforts to make the Kiev and Rus uh, Christian nation, which like. <laughs> She just converted to Christianity for a little bit, like a little portion of her late life. That's all oh, she did. You know, that's all she did. And I wow. did this for God, too. Yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah, I murdered exactly. a bunch of folk and set birds on fire, burned down towns for God. Right. Yeah. So in, in 1547, she was given the title Isapostolos, meaning equal to the apostles. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> so well, she got seriously sainted. Yeah. You do I some atrocious is, things for the right people and you get, yeah. you know, your history I think, forever. I think that's fucking so, awesome. The, the bathhouse story it reminds me of somewhat of a real story uh that happened <laughs> that happened brother speed there no no no, no. This, this was in in tigard oregon and th- this was i don't know 20 30 years ago uh pacific highway in america What's no, no it wasn't a bathhouse it was one of the Shit. jerk off jerk off porn places where oh, you yeah, could yeah. go in and and the uh, modern bathhouse yeah where you you know you can go in your Pee-wee little booth and, and i was and, just gonna say the Pee Wee herman dome yeah, pay you know, <laughs> the yellow bath <laughs> you pay for your little porn in your little booth and and uh you know jerk off and whatnot right it was on pacific highway in tiger tim tim also can probably he's one of our listeners he can probably vouch this story <laughs> now i don't remember if it was the hi-hat chinese restaurant that turned into one of these places anyway it was up in that area anyway this place caught on fire for whatever reason it's on fire and there was a customer in there and in one of the rooms one of the the spank booths who ended up dying in that and i was just was thinking how did that go down i mean i gotta finish can you just imagine like like Dude, come out! It's on fire! No way! It's not, man! No, no way! I'm, I'm, I'm on city. fire! You see these boobs? No, <laughs> almost done! No, almost really? Done. Almost there! Almost done! Yeah. <laughs> the world no, is just really, silent really. while you're it's burning down. No, you just want to see who's in here. Yeah, now. this place then, is on fire, man! Yeah. I agree. I'm, yeah. I'm roasting. Yeah, I'm smoking right now, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> anyway, dude ended up dying. Yeah. Yikes! It feels so good. Oh. You know, he died for his nut. Yeah, if we if we could all just die doing what we love, right? That would be the one. That would be it. Heart attack in the midst of uh, copulation. I don't it know happens. what I'm talking about. All right. Well, that leads us to the end, and, and now let's talk with Nate a little bit about uh, whatever the fuck Nate wants to talk Tell about. Tell us your dirtiest secrets. Yeah, Nate. Well, how about this? Let's start with some music stuff, like 
the themes of your music? Mm. Like, is there any kind of something that you lean on as far as themes? Or are you trying to? Is there a message behind? All of your music, or do you like have messages? Give me between your money. <laughs> no, <laughs> please help me. I'm, I'm an artist. Uh, I'm I mean, I think a lot of uh, like songs, like the "Follow Your Love" song and stuff like that. Like I do try to basically tell people, like, go follow their dream. Like you know, do what you want to do, kind of thing, in a right way. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Unless, unless your like dreams Olga. are murdering puppies, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And setting pigeons on fire, yeah, burning right. downtown. Probably don't take my music that like, way, <laughs> but yeah, most. I mean, just like uh, I don't know. I like to think and like hope that my music helps people like the way like Eminem's music like you know like not just him but a big portion of him yeah. like helps me with like my life and blah 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 and stuff like that and so you uh, do write kind of inspiring music like, yeah that is what follow your like, love is, is yeah to inspire just, a person yeah yeah and get up like you know just because I mean I've been through bullshit in my life and stuff like that and so hopefully it's a light at the tunnel for somebody who's listening to be like oh okay I can get through this as mm-hmm. well and you're kind of looking for your people that way in a sense, yeah right? exactly yeah. and stuff so I don't it care about it to be a common thread among musicians that are truly artistic looking for their like, people like yeah I'm just trying to find my tribe yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> I yeah, said this basically. word specifically just in case some of you guys get it so that you can send me an email let's yeah. build a little network one thing that's interesting yeah. about your music is it really could go with any genre of music right it could tie into anything <clears throat> yeah, yeah well, like, me and Nate play solo gigs together all the time and I don't really think our music is similar no but we complement each other because neither one of us really fits into yeah exactly well that's what makes it fun though too like uh my uncle josh at the uh drop valley chop dime place yeah. or whatever he was just talking about he's just like shane's dope. he's like he's so different than like what you're doing and stuff like that and i was like yeah it's exactly like a big no i mean why i brought you you know what i mean like i bring you out the place because i know it's like two guitar aren't... punchers wouldn't go over there. yeah exactly there can like, be yeah. one there can be only one right exactly that's why ian's not with me no i'm just kidding <laughs> kidding ian but uh but yeah just like the diversity and shit like that and everything and mm-hmm. stuff and then people being like you know like not expect, especially in a town like that, like mm-hmm. not expecting to see like you and shit or you know, what I'm doing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, but. yeah. So, how much money would you sell out for? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Who's his Adidas listening? <laughs> <laughs> we got to work hard for Adidas, and they got to do stuff that they want you to do. I don't, it's funny. Uh, so Willie brought that up actually um, about follow your love because uh, this one dude was wanting. He wanted to use my song, but for his... It was a pure, fucking pyramid scheme. I'm pretty sure it was. <laughs> but, like, he wanted to use my song to for their thing or whatever, and he was asking me if I could change the lyrics. So then he wanted to pay me, like, $1,000, something like that. And I was like, no, I'm not changing my... First of all, <laughs> first of all, I can't... I love your song. Can you change the Yeah, I was like, first of all, I can't... So $1,000 he would I not honest, sell out for. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't do it if I wanted to because it, it was an old recording. It's all gone, like, kind of thing. Right, I yep. lost files, all the bullshit. I'm not remaking that fucking song, but... Uh, <laughs> for a thousand bucks? Yeah. Okay. And, but it was just like, no, I'm not going to... Yeah, you're asking me at the wrong time, bro. <laughs> Twelve thousand five hundred. Realistically, if anybody's got a hundred dollars, I'll rewrite all my songs right now. No. I just want to go to Taco Bell. Yeah, I just need gas in my car. <laughs> no, uh, I don't know how much I would. I don't know. I, I'm not. I, I'm. I like. I wouldn't. Be, that's the problem with like we were talking about the the first question of the music, like how I am today. You know, when I started and stuff. Like, and especially talking with my buddy Ivan about the music industry stuff like 
there are people that would yeah like oh yeah i'll sell my song for a thousand dollars so i am not that person yeah, like no, yeah. i can't sell my art like that or give out like i'd you know. sell my kids for a thousand dollars right not yeah account. exactly yeah yeah i'll sell a lot more other shit than yeah. you want one of my yeah. cats all right shit, yeah. like, 12 bucks but, but no, i like, now i would be like if mcdonald's was like write us a jingle absolutely like yeah i'll write you yeah 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 hey there it is yeah but even even your music i mean even without your lyrics just you you're always doing clips of just playing guitar and shit yeah. that you come up with. Mm-hmm. You could sit there and loop that stuff and just listen to it for hours. It, right. it just yeah, it's really, it's really sounds <laughs> yeah. really good. Well, let, yeah, he does. Let's let's explain uh, your style a little bit. So you play acoustic guitar, yeah, and uh, you do per- percussion on the guitar and yeah. or punching, and you rap sing, yep, over that. But then you also have highly produced music that's not yeah. guitar really. There's no, not much yeah, guitar. it's all just... hip hop. Yeah, pop, yeah. hip hop, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, and, and so you play acoustic to go out and play gigs. Yeah, but the what, what you really want to, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but what you really want to do, I think, is that like you've had some cool hip hop shows where mm-hmm. it's more you're want, not playing guitar. Yeah, no, I and so my buddy John and Lane, they both, especially my new the things you say song, they're like, oh, it reminds me of Imagine Dragons, and like I love big sound. Yeah, and so like my dream is to like I want the full big production bullshit yeah. and stuff. That's why I love, love with you guys' band. Like that's what I see when I see you guys play. I see like the fucking the big. Do you want an orchestra? Of yeah, like yeah, yeah, like yeah, dude. If I had money to throw at you guys, oh bro, <laughs> like, I would. <laughs> yeah, I would love that. See, just see that. And, we'll like, be your backing well, band. Both, both <laughs> Nate and Sovereign Citizen are willing to accept uh, large, <laughs> large <laughs> amounts of investment. Yes. From you know, if you want to be a patron of the arts, all <laughs> yeah. strings attached. We don't care. <laughs> we will put on a dope show. You, know, you got ten grand just laying around. You don't know what to do with it. And <laughs> we have ideas. Shit, if you got like a hundred grand, even I don't yeah, know, that's more. Later, add all the zeros you want. No, I've always just loved like yeah, big songs and big production and stuff. And uh, with the acoustic stuff, it was just basically I worked with what I had at the moment and stuff like that. And then when I finally got my own producing, uh, like computer and all that shit and stuff like that, my home studio, then it just started like, oh cool, now I can do what I fucking want and like and stuff. When did you get into the what? What drew you to the slapping of the guitar? Uh, some dude on YouTube. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, it's he like... He really frustrated with his girlfriend one time. Yeah, oh, right. I can't slap her. So yeah, right. yeah. Sheesh. <laughs> no, my buddy Josh... Not, that's, a, not, that's a good outlet for it. My other buddy... Not Belliardo, but my other buddy Josh, he calls my guitar Rihanna. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> yeah. oh my. He's like, "You bring Rihanna today?" And I'm oh. like, "Damn!" <laughs> like, oh boy! Savage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Crocky fact. Wow. But uh, <laughs> I think you just made Jeff die. Yeah. No. Yeah, I just saw a guy on YouTube fucking doing. He was kind of rapping. Have you played guitar before? Yeah, I just uh, yeah. This uh, like right around the time I met you got like Shaden and stuff like that it was mm-hmm. when I was kind of like figuring it out. Oh, okay. But uh, <laughs> remember when you tried to teach me back then? Yeah, like, right. Like, it's easy, bro. Do this. Yeah, I was like, yeah. <laughs> well, it's like yeah. And so I saw a dude. He was kind of he was he was mostly tapping and then he's rapping and singing. I was like, oh, that's cool. And then I looked up a YouTube video how to do slap guitar. And I think you guys ever watch Marty Shorts? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was that guy? No, Fuck, that guy yeah. Shout so out to Marty people. Shorts. Yeah. 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 So many people have played. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he's. It was it was yeah. just a, a simple it was like a reggae slap style and it was just slap drum, uh, slap strum slap like just mm-hmm. practice that and then so I did that and then 
at that time, the songs I was like writing and stuff and doing, it was like the Lumineer days. So I was doing like folkier music stuff. And then I saw this dude and his daughter do an acoustic cover of a uh, stand by Eminem or whatever. Mm-hmm. They weren't slapping or anything. They were just doing it. And I like just clicked in my head and I was like, cause I always wanted to rap, but I didn't want to do YouTube beats and like all the shit and right. stuff like that. And so, and then I saw that and I was like, Holy crap, I can do that. And then, so I learned how to do the stand cover and do the slap thing and then just start picking it up like <laughs> that and stuff. And, and now he's John Mayer. If John Mayer could spit bars <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. and punch guitars. Yeah. <laughs> so, Spitting bars and punching guitars since yeah. 2009. That should be an album or something, yeah, right. like a compilation album or something. So, so have you ever, uh, has your music ever made a child cry? <laughs> I made people cry when I was a child, but yeah. <laughs> has your music ever inspired someone to punch a baby? Yeah, uh, not that I know of. All right, you don't get the full I'll album. for you. Next yeah. time, yeah, right. you know, next time you play, it's for you, Nate. Follow up. <laughs> your baby's face. I've always wanted to do this. You gave me the yeah. <laughs> I will say the shout out to my buddy Cameron Price. Uh, he is the only, not like the only person, but like, so I first met him when we were younger. It was like right, right around when I met you and stuff like that. But uh, I went. Why I met him, I was like, well, "What's up, man?" He's like, "Yo, I'm Cameron." He's like, "I want to be an actor," and stuff. And it was like during that time, it's like, "Yeah, sure, dude, whatever," and stuff like that. You know, you're like, "I heard you say I want to be poor." Yeah, yeah, basically, like, yeah, like, "Oh, you want to live a hard fucking shitty life, guy?" No, you just uh, took an involuntary vow of poverty, buddy. No, and he he when I came out with "Follow Your Love," that motherfucker still to this day will send me Snapchats right before he does, and he's an actor now. He lives in Hollywood. He he was just on American Horror Story. Or awesome. he did, yeah, he just did an episode. But he uses Follow Your Love to hype himself up. Oh, man. Like, That's awesome. Yeah, and he'll send me Snapchats, and he'll be, like, singing it and, like, hyping himself up for an audition or something like that. Dude, there's like nothing that. I, I gotta be honest fucking, with you. I actually use so that cool. song to hype myself up a lot. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, no, and, uh, my friend Lane, uh, his fiance Danny, um, she fucking, same thing, she'll send me snaps in the morning. She'll listen to it every fucking morning, That's like, for, you know. And like, Lane Lane? Yeah, Flynn. Yeah, somebody can actually tolerate him. Oh yeah, no, yeah, no, he's my homie. <laughs> he's got a woman that actually likes him that much. That's oh amazing. yeah, no, Dan, yeah, no, him and Danny are getting married, and I think good next for him. year or something. Yeah, I like mine. Yeah, that's good, yeah. <laughs> but what's that? Uh, what's he's a rapper in town. Just yeah. he's, oh, you funny guy. I don't know why I'm gapping on it. The one you did with uh, Ian Nixon, Fall. Yeah, yeah, mm. that song is my hype up song. Yeah, that's so yeah, that's like, that's my favorite song. To I'll, perform. Be, I'll be fucking driving, and I'm just like put that shit on mm-hmm. and crank it and be like. Whoa! Yeah, and same thing. It's got that big sound to it, and yep. fucking yeah, exactly. No, that's one of my favorites too. So which one? Uh, which one do you want us to play at the end of the episode? Uh, we'll the things you, you things you say things you say. Tell us about. Tack that shit on. Um, why is it? Why do you love it so much? Well, I got really high one time. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. Ah, I love stories. We knew I that. No, it, honestly, I don't. It was. <clears throat> I want. Do you know John? Uh, John Bellion is. Huh. Yeah. Um, no, you don't. Okay. Do you know the song that goes low, 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 low? That feels no. like I yeah. heard it. Yeah. It's you. Yeah. So he sounds like devil music. He's mm-hmm. he's like he's famous. It's funny because like he's super popular, but when I asked people about him, nobody knows about him. And I found out he's actually he does a lot of like Disney's music. Like he does oh. a lot of like background stuff or whatever. So he's Illuminati. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The robe, everything. Or a ton of movie for <laughs> listeners that know a ton of movie. That's the real Illuminati. It's oh, Illuminati okay. backwards. Oh, okay. it's, very, very, it's very important that you know that. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. If I'm gonna be signing my soul too. Yeah, a ton of movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, he has videos on YouTube of how he makes his songs and like producing in the studio and stuff. And I was watching it one night and 
so I was just watching how he did it and I was like I'm gonna try I'm gonna do what he did and try and make a song like he did kind mm-hmm. of thing and so when I started the song I just started making it and I noticed one thing like spacing so like when you listen to the song there's like a just a lot of space in it like just not overcrowding with both I don't know basically like simplicity is key is mm-hmm. what I was trying to go with it and uh the at the time the couple I was living with was fighting like all the fuck like screaming at each other all the fucking time and so parts of the song is like based off of that relationship and then relationships I've had in the past and then my friends relationships and so that's what the song is basically about me being the piece of shit not like calling the other person out and just like usually when you hear a song it's like them talking about somebody it's like no me admitting me admitting my faults in the relationship and blah 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 and, nice but like the course is uh, I love the things you say to me when we fight like it's like that toxic you know like going back and forth fighting all the time. yeah exactly yeah, yeah. like that love where you lie song kind of thing like you know and stuff but relatable that's the first yeah. thing I thought about I was really hoping you were going to tell me these people were fighting and you actually took sound clips and put it in your song oh so actually so funny enough <laughs> you can't hear it because I, I I mean you, I'd have to point it out to you but like when I was recording because uh, I was in the basement you could hear him yelling in the background oh yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah no yeah but like I, 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 I drowned it out some like I like I said I had to point it out to you there's no way you'd be able to catch it kind of thing and stuff like that but yeah no there was they were fighting when I was recording it it's on the track yeah it's in the, in well, the vibe will, of it that's the shitty thing about this song too is after I I literally made it in two days and after I got done making it and listened to it and even the couple when they heard it they're like oh shit and I was like oh shit I think I fucking made like a hit or whatever and I called I called Ivan and I was like dude I think I did it and they're like I think I made an oops or whatever and I yeah. send it to him he's like yeah this is and so that's the only time I've ever sent to people they've been like holy shit this is like gold like, like kind of did it dude yeah. yeah and so but um dude I want follow your love on there though too man yeah, no funny yeah, yeah no it's, it's, good, it's good that he's got lots of songs people like that's yeah, a good right. thing yeah no I, like I like I guess so I wrote Fall Your Love right when I met you. And like so it's just me? aged it, yeah, so it's just aged love. with me. And so like I feel like it'll always have a special place, but it was just kinda like it was at the beginnings of me still figuring out how to like with my sure. voice and blah 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 and stuff. This one and that one was uh my buddy Vin and Ivan helped me produce and record, whereas the things you say it was all done myself and stuff like that. But I was saying when they were fighting in the background I got such a good take with my vocals that I didn't want to re- I didn't want to touch it. After I got done recording it, I didn't touch it for a full year. I didn't do shit to it. And then finally I was Just like I gotta age like a fine. Yeah, kinda and then I was like and I and I was using people like you and stuff like that as guinea pigs of like, hey, yeah. check out this song, listen to it and then it was and like okay guinea pig each other songs. Yeah, exactly yeah, all, all the time. Day. Yeah. And so and then I was finally like, Okay, I'm gonna really it when I did like it's the most like song that like people ask me if I'm gonna perform it or like you know do it and like spe- You're like duh the, fucking the, the answer yeah the valley the drop time place the fucking yeah, yeah. bar and loves yep. the goddamn song yeah nice. so that's yeah. a good feeling man. Yeah. he loves doing it so much that he, he ripped my yeah, part <laughs> I fucking, we set up we set it up and I'm trying to and I'm trying to unwrap the the microphone around the thing trying to be a fucking gangster and I fucking <laughs> step on the cord and just <laughs> just rip the cord out of the microphone and the song's still going like, and I was like the XLR cord like like and they're like, oh, shit, still, you ruined they're like, yeah. they're like, still do it. And I was like, just standing there, just head down. Like, yeah, they're, they're like, do it. And we're like, how? Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you want to yell these fucking lyrics at yeah. you? Like, yeah. It'll be fine. Yeah. All right. Let's do a little bit of a lightning round here. Uh, Ooh, I have a question first. Okay. Can you set the record straight once and for all? What? Nathan. Um, 
the song of yours called uh, Just Friends. Uh-huh. It's about me, isn't it? Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's about all three of us. I knew it. Yeah. You heard it all here. Go you know, Shane, you Shane wanted to marry Shane him. got to meet the person that that song yeah. was about. <laughs> yeah, and man, the self-control that I showed oh, bro. <laughs> to, not, to not really do you know, I actually felt, make a I've, thing out of I that. I felt so bad that night because... We're, we're friends now and stuff like that and everything but when she heard the song she like went immediately when I got to the rap part she immediately went to the bathroom and started crying Aww. and I felt so bad because I was like because <laughs> the song's like fuck I wrote that <clears throat> 2016 or something like that and so it's like I don't care like that doesn't mean anything when I wrote it you immortalized thing. your feelings but that was the first time <laughs> me seeing her listening to it live and then being like oh shit this still has an effect on this person do i know her too no you don't just uh just let that be a warning to all of you if you date a musician yeah you can be immortalized and (laughs) you might be fuck you up eight six seven five (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's better than potentially yeah all right a little bit of a lighting round i only have a few questions um who are who are the artists that inspired you to get into music Eminem, for Eminem. sure. Well, so, uh, I mean, he was the, put like, I mean, there's been a lot of artists, honestly, because my mom listened to, like, a shit ton of, like, 80s, and but she also is the one that introduced me to hip-hop, because she listened to, like, oh, Cool J and, like, nice. Coolio and all them and stuff like that. Ladies love Cool James. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, but um, it was definitely when I... Eminem when I went deep diving into like his life and his career and like who he is he was he's definitely the one that's like pushed me into being like oh if there's an artist that I want to be like it's him like kind of thing like I want to be as respected as he is I want to be like you know and stuff like that but it's like you know him Ed Sheeran fucking uh, there's there's a lot. <laughs> there's, nice. Yeah. Thanks for so. not bleaching your hair though. I appreciate. It. <laughs> well, I don't have hair to bleach. So. Yeah, same thing. Uh, <laughs> would you, if you had to, would you rather rap or sing? If you had to pick one, Ooh. rap. Okay. I, lo- I I really like rapping. If, if you had to, would you rather make beats or guitar riffs? Oh. Uh, oh. <laughs> you think it would be real easy after that, but it's not the same. Is it? Beats. Beats. I think. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm a hip. I'm definitely leaning more on the hip hop like kind of side of things and stuff. So, um, okay. Yeah. All right. So now uh, we're gonna have a freestyle battle. Yeah. <laughs> Zach and Nate. <laughs> yeah. We have an interlude battle on yeah, my show. Right. And, uh, yeah. I don't know if you know that I can rap a bit. Uh, all right. Uh, how about this advice or how about words of wisdom that that meant something to you in your life? Uh, that maybe keeps you going. Wrap the w- <laughs> <laughs> wrap that shit. Um, probably that one time. I if told it itches, you to, go to the doctor. Just probably that one time I told you to play something that doesn't suck. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> okay, Nuge. <laughs> uh, oh, Nuge. Shout out to say, Jimmy Nuge. Uh, you know, be a good person. Uh, keep it simple, stupid. There you go. Like simplicity is fucking key for anything. Uh, like especially with music. Like all the best songs and all everything is like you find out it was like oh it was just two notes or something like that or mm-hmm. whatever yeah and stuff and when I found out moves like Jagger is two chords I was like oh, right well yeah. okay music's not what I thought it was yeah no it's, like, <laughs> it's what about why am I learning all this theory yeah right yeah no I mean yeah not just basically yeah just take what you know and stuff like that and just like simplify it don't over complicate and uh, don't don't hold yourself back by like uh, not putting stuff out or like you know or making excuses for yourself to 
like hold on this you know what i mean mm-hmm. like get it out there and just do it shade i really thought you were gonna say follow your love somewhere in there oh yeah, yeah follow, follow your love there was a softball in there at some point yeah. there's a few speaking of calling shade now you've got something you got to follow up on real quick oh yeah so i did Sorry, I, I got i got called out on this uh not once but twice <laughs> but um I did finally go on to chat GPT. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I had it take a crack at writing a description for <laughs> Just a Ride. We'll read that at the end. Last yeah. question for oh, you. Yeah. Last question. I want to hear that for sure. Uh, how would you like to be remembered? This is just as a human, not necessarily for music. Uh, just good person. like, Or, I mean, like, just as somebody who... I don't know, that's a good question. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's one they might want to think about. Yeah, no, it's just definitely you like... don't get time to think about. Kind of like what you were talking about earlier with like helping people and stuff like that. Like That's what I'm huge on, is just being remembered as somebody of like, you know, like, oh yeah, Nate was a good person, you know, he helped when he could, and, like, and stuff like that, you know. like Nice. But, so you don't want to be remembered as a cunt? No, okay. definitely not. I mean, maybe, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> the way the world's going today, yeah, sure, I don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> yeah, fair, fair enough. All right, so you're going to hear his music real quick right after Shade and uh, gives us what the computer wrote about just to ride. <laughs> so it really wasn't too bad. No? Like, it wasn't spectacular, but I gave it a very minimal prompt. I was just like, give me a, write a description for a podcast called Just a Ride that's three dudes that are different ages talking about this kind of shit. Okay. And also, that's the description. And also you didn't need to put it in that. Jokes. Okay. <laughs> right? That is the description. <laughs> and so, ChatGPT said uh, this should be our description. Okay. Welcome to Just a Ride, a podcast where three men from different generations come together to discuss the big ideas that shape our world. <laughs> from philosophy and history to politics and rationality, these guys dive deep into the topics that matter most. <laughs> <laughs> debatable <laughs> but don't let their serious discussions fool you <laughs> they also know how to have a good time mm. and aren't afraid to make a few crude jokes along the way well we just certainly did that join them as they explore the importance of reasonable discourse and challenge each other to think critically about the world we live in it's fucking it's looks, actually not bad that's right? pretty, <laughs> that's pretty like, good probably makes, like, yeah. sound, makes us sound a little more serious yeah than we a little actually more are, pretentious than what we try to do your viewers just went up <laughs> <laughs> but they're all bots yeah, they're they all are. Right. so I, I, AI bots <laughs> I want to listen to this I this love is good. this content I wrote Show this great thing you got yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> alright you guys well thank you for listening to Just a Ride number 32 Just a Ride pod at gmail.com is how to get a hold of us it's Just a Ride pod you can go to scatcast.com for all the merch like uh, 2.7 and Raw Dog Life and I think and, there's uh, South, Southpaw Shadow Boxers Championship we still oh, haven't got the uh, no we, thank you we, I'm working on it god dang it god, I got don't be a cunt, which I, we decided that's gonna be one shirt should be yeah well I, we could do two we, we could do, do two we could do a combo shirt we'll we could multiple, do two multiple releases I think so uh, and of course get to the Patreon it's just a ride pod at or patreon.com forward slash just a ride pod uh, thank you to our trusted tri- triad of Don the Shitbox Wizard and Chris the Discord Dookie Slayer and our quartermaster, Mr. Bodhisattva. The Bodhisattva. Thanks to the Godhead for spreading the love and smearing the scat. And thank you to Alan in the garbage every time you disposal. Say it. How dare you? <laughs> smearing the scat? Yeah. I know. Smearing <laughs> the skeet. <laughs> See, I went, it was Scatcast, script keeper. I was a script keeper for Time Suck. 
Script Keepers Audio Theater. That's what I do. Then uh, I was like, oh, scat. And then I made a podcast about poop. Oh. And, that's, uh, and then I made a podcast network about poop. And so now when I want to sign another. smear the poop. Yeah. Exa- we, they smear the scat. And now if I want to like hire another show to come on, like not us, they have to work for a poop company. Yep. <laughs> be like, and man, I, my boss is a real shit lord. Well, one more thing to add. Share. Share the show. Share, share, share. Everybody yeah. share this thing. If you feel like it. You can you can certainly pretty help pleased us by with that. sugar on yeah. top. We share the show. It. Let's see what happens. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And thank you so much to all you guys who send us emails, and uh, even if it's just simple stuff that makes us laugh, I yeah. I, I try to read all of it, and uh, it it really does mean a lot to us. And uh, it's extra big thank you to everybody who's. Uh, Who's tossing it out on Patreon? Yep. And, and Toss a coin to your dipshits. Yeah, because we're not doing anything extra for that yet. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, thank you so, guys for joining. Extra on. love to you guys. We'll mm-hmm. have to figure out some 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 extra little thank you stuff to everybody who's been the part of it before we actually started yeah. doing things. But for right. sure, we're already upgrading yeah. gear and we're already using the money wisely. I think. Yeah, it helps Maybe. a lot. Yeah, it does. So, thank you so much. And as always, we'll talk at you in the future. It'll yeah. seem like the present. Bye. Bye. See ya. Bye. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Nathan, for being here. <laughs> we'll, we'll, get out. We'll edit that in there. I'm a fool I said a lot of things Yeah, I said a lot of things That hurt you Oh, it's not my 
much of an apology, but I want to say I'm sorry for all my broken promises I made when we had started things. I know I broke your heart and dreams. It wasn't my intention, see, but no hard feelings if you want nothing to do with me. Yeah. And despite of all our differences, I hope you know I still think about our good times and I'll be missing them. I'm hoping we can make amends. We probably should have stayed as friends, but hey, that's okay. I'll admit that I was a piece of shit. Yeah. And I wonder if she thinks of me. I doubt it. I drove her fucking crazy. There's no way around about it. She loved me for who I was, and not only for my talents, but my problems got in the way, so everything was hard to balance. But I know that's a stupid ass excuse to up and leave like that without giving her any clue. And now she sit there crying, wondering for months on why we're through. And then I hit her with a message late at night that says I miss oh, you. You say I'm a waste of your time, but we know that was a lie. Bing, bong.